Wanted. Someone to go back in time and cover games news with us. This is not a joke. You'll get paid in exposure after we get back. We've only done this once before. Journalism not guaranteed. Welcome back, everyone, to Journalism Not Guaranteed, the Welcome gaming the news podcast. podcast. Shut up. The gaming news podcast that covers future, past, and present. Future not included. I'm Tectonic Improv, the wonderful host. And these are my lowly co-hosts that talk when I'm done talking. Speak! Hi. Me, Null Toxicity. Lowly co-host number one. <laughs> and with me... It's Tabby Nickel, lowly co-host number two. Perfect. And uh, <laughs> got a, we've got some stuff today. Uh, not not as much as last week, but still a good chunk. I feel. Thank God. Oh wait, actually, wait a minute. Do you um do you two want to talk about uh, safety not guaranteed before we get okay, any d- further? Did you watch it? No. I wa- I watched it. I I, 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 I I thought it'd be funny if I didn't watch it. Okay, that's fair. What what'd you guys think of it before before I give it my time of day? For for a movie that's like supposedly about time travel, it sure has very very small amount of time travel in it. Well, it doesn't have any. It's not. It's not about time travel. It's a. It's a love story. It's 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 a it's a character drama. Really, is what it really yeah. is. They got the idea. It's just based off that one like one newspaper snippet, right? So, you know, you can kind of just go anywhere with that. I suppose. Yeah. It's got. It's got. Uh, Oh, is it is it Aubrey Plaza or Audrey Plaza? I think it's Aubrey. Aubrey, yeah. Uh, no, it's like I feel like it like brings up questions and then doesn't answer them. <laughs> um, is is my one critique of it? But I I would say it's a fun little like you know quirky character like drama type. It's not like fucked up or anything. For some reason, I thought I heard it was like fucked up. Mm, How kinda? old is the guy? <laughs> He's like. He's too old for Aubrey Plaza in that. Oh, movie. Uh, oh, oh, wait, wait. Can can we have the guy, the the guy that we have next to us in the thumbnail, be the that picture that you that you two keep posting of of him like riding <laughs> the, the lawnmower with the. Oh, with, no, 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 that's not him. That's not him. That's not him. Well, can can we make it anyway? One hundred percent. Yes. I don't think there's anyone yes. in games media this week that that we can just that we can lambast. Oh, uh, we could put Jeff Bezos there. <laughs> what do he do? You want to get into we'll the news out. so we can talk about what Jeff what Jeff Bezos did? Do you want me to talk talk about that right away? Yeah, it's better better uh, say what I with, can think of. We can of. start with them. Yeah. All right. So, um, basically, uh, Twitch decided to secretly implement a brand safety score feature. Per when people were digging into it, they that's what they were calling it. Um, it's essentially a social credit system, but on Twitch. So it rates, it's an, it's part of their API and it rates your stream based off of, um, mostly like hard factual information is the easiest way to put it. I don't really know the best words. So tags that use, um, whether or not that you, you are banned in other people's chats, how many people are banned in your chats, um, chat behavior. Is it very spammy? Is it conversational? Is it mostly subs? That kind of stuff. Uh, if you have auto mod enabled and a, a individual rating by Twitch staff. That sounds like a lot of stuff that the Twitch streamer doesn't have control over. That's right, Jay. Um, ba- ban history and all that. There's some things like chat, like it's, it's trying to make it so that you can like it, it, it 
it tries to make it so that the streamer can try to enforce rules more or make their chat more friendly towards brand friendly, essentially, which is what this is. Um, but more importantly, um, oh, it also checks age, whether or not the streamer is 18 plus or 21 plus, because it's all designed for what brands are going to be going and showing ads on there. So if you're a 16 year old streamer who's on there, they might ad uh, ad agencies might not want to target that audience or they might not want to prom- use their products to promote someone, say, like a Budweiser, for example. I've seen Budweiser ads on Twitch before. I've seen them on other, like a variety of things. They might, they shouldn't be advertising on a channel that's younger than 21 years old because it doesn't make sense to do that. Is, are, is beer commercials on kids' shows? No. Um. Oh, it also checks ESRB's rating of the game they're playing. So that's gonna dis- that's gonna disincentivize people to be playing those mature rated games. It's all it's all brand stuff. It's all stuff we've seen on YouTube before that they even check that stuff. Um, and we don't know if it's actually been how fully implemented it's been. And people have just found it as of uh, a couple days ago. More importantly, this has the factor to change two things: um, the, the potential CPM that you earn. So are you a more brand friendly channel? We're gonna give you a higher CPM. Sounds like another website, doesn't it? Um, but also Twitch bounty opportunities, which I know was a big moneymaker for a lot of, uh, a lot of streamers who are sort of on the cusp. So, uh, Twitch, Twitch bounties was like, it, it was like an incentive program that Twitch was running where, yep. It's like, Hey, play this game for four hours and we'll give you a hundred dollars. And like, it was, it was like, it, it just incentivized like, a you know, people to play games. For for larger streamers as well, it was a huge income grab if needed. Not like I'm not talking top of the top. I'm talking that like tier below. Um, so people that like a thousand plus viewers average, um, they were getting like I I remember uh, someone showed that they were offered to play League of Legends for an hour, which is like one to two games, and they were going to get two thousand dollars. A lot of money. Yeah. Right. Shit. Right. And you guys are playing it for free. That's pretty fucked up. Oh boy, uh, what else do we got Twitch related? Because we got like a lot of Twitch stuff today. Remember when um, remember when everyone was like, "Man, YouTube totally sucks." Twitch though, they're the bastion of creators. Twitch went to shit like recently though. It's in the past year or two that it's really gone downhill. It was like better than YouTube, except for being able to actually watch videos. It was like only for live streaming. There's no good place to live stream right now unless you're an artist. Then you have like, was it Pictaro? I think is the name of it. Picardo is Picardo. not really. But you you can do whatever you want on there. Yeah, but you're still better off just streaming your art on Twitch. If you're a porn artist, no, but whatever. Yeah, um, sure. So another thing Twitch just added or is adding, I don't remember entirely, um, is a part of their 10-minute sub-refund option, which is usually used for, I use the wrong credit card, I, you know, I want to, I accidentally subbed to this person, I I didn't even know it was a feature until recently, um, but it's whatever. Uh, More importantly, they just had an update of an option that is, I just want a shout out. As a refund option. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. That that's not. That just feels like something that you that that you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. them to just like straight up allow you to do, like like blatantly. Like you'd expect there to be like some sort of option that's kind of like that, 
in like a roundabout way but there the, the option is literally i just wanted a shout out yes it's 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 very very That's bad so for everyone now i don't know because i've never messed with the system or really looked into it like is there a limit of refunds you can do a day is there a limit before your account stops getting that as an option like maybe but just even having the i want to shout out somebody option is pretty fucked up for the streamer how many how many big streamers now are gonna get like no i'm not i say big but like i'm talking about the same people with bounties i was like mid-level like but they do it full-time streamers they're gonna get like a hundred sub drops that then get refunded immediately yeah uh, i if if this is like a thing that starts taking off i could totally see a twitch streamer saying i will shout out your sub on a 10 minute delay Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, you've subbed me ten minutes ago. Thank you, Bong Ripper ninety nine. I appreciate it. And then see, that's not a problem anymore. I can just see this killing shoutouts in general. And shoutouts are already kind of dead. Like most most people, I think, uh, just use like they they just have a notification pop up. I, I, it's very rare that I, I see people like if thanking individual people for for subs. It's mostly donations that have text to speech. Uh, I I see so, people like at least like big streamers. Yeah, yeah, big streamers for sure. But I definitely see those like medium, oh, no, but small streamers. Absolutely, medium to small size streamers. They're still doing the like, you know, you sub, you get to write a message, I'll respond to it type thing, which is the the same thing as a shout out, really. But yeah, uh, did you have anything else to say on that? Uh, it's just, it's, it, it's kind of fucked. That's really it. I don't have, I don't have much to say, but, um, hey, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening to this, don't. So, um, we have, yeah, Jeff Bezos, longtime listener, first time donator. I wish Jeff Bezos would give me money. I, I take back every, if, 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 just a crumb, just for a crumb. <laughs> um, also, uh, Twitch... Some information came out. This, I think this is the last of the Twitch news. So for the people like snoring because they don't care about it. Um, <laughs> some information came out recently that um, less than 15% of Twitch user reports last year led to enforcement actions. It's like reports to admins like of, of like, you know, hate, hate speech and stuff like that. And as well as that. Only 2% of hateful conduct and harassment reports were acted upon. So they're, they're only like, <laughs> they're, they're only like enforcing like 15%. They're, they're only doing enforcement on 15% of them. And also the like real heinous stuff, like the hate speech and the, the harassment is, is even less than 15% being acted on. It's 2%. Well, you you know you know there's only so much that like that girl that pretends to be a deer can do. No, you you, you gotta cut her some slack. I <laughs> I don't even know what she does for the company. I, I I think that team got dissolved. I don't think that's a thing anymore due to the. That was a while ago. That was like at least over a year ago, right? It's been so it's been so long and yet not long at all. I feel like it was summer of last year, like early summer. Really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Sweet summer but, sixteen. Uh, I, so I didn't actually see this at all. That's hilarious. Um, did did they give hard numbers or or was it just percentages? Um, yeah, because I feel like are, aren't all those cases manually reviewed? And I understand they don't want to put a lot of funds into that portion. And if fifteen percent is like, oh, we reviewed a million cases, 
that's so that's different than 15 percent being we reviewed about a thousand yeah cases. so so things that there was like graphs and like numbers going around and it's like there there was about 1.1 million reports for like adult nudity pornography sexual conduct and uh, 27 thousand of those were oh that's not even what i'm talking about here yeah th- there's there's numbers here uh okay <laughs> The terrorism and terrorist propaganda and recruitment category had so few reports, we aren't comfortable calculating even a ballpark enforcement percentage, but it appeared to be significantly under 500,000. Yeah, there there are numbers here, but I don't know if it's going to give me, like, the numbers we want to hear about, like, like what this 2% actually means. But it's, I'm sure it is a lot of reports, and I'm sure it's a bitch to sift through. But, like, also, like, that's kind of a thing that you need to be rooting out of your platform, especially if you want to make it, like, you know, a friendly place for, for people to be able to gather and, well, and feel, like, well, safe. It's, it's fucking Twitch. They can do it. We were just talking about Jeff Bezos. They're owned by Amazon. They have the means. Yeah. People have been clowning on Twitch and their incompetence for years now. Twitch also has the ability to uh, communicate with the with Rhea to stop enforcing DMCA strikes at a at such a high level as of recently. Yeah, but why would they do that? Okay, so yeah, here 1.99 million enforcement actions taken from 2020 from morning. 1.99 million out of 13.3 million total reports. So that's how they got the 15 percent number. Did this come directly from Twitch, or did like some third parties like figure this out? It feels weird to me that Twitch themselves would say, like, yeah, we got 15%. Yeah, so they did, on the second, they did a transparency report, uh, which was just like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do. This is what we're doing. And obviously it's, I mean, I don't know. That's just a low number. Maybe it's, maybe that's high for other websites, you know? (laughs) Who knows? I, I honestly, I feel like that's high. Like, I feel like YouTube is lower than that. Yeah, but YouTube like YouTube has like a very hands-off approach to like everything, whereas Twitch is like Yeah, you could say that. Like yeah. people expect things out of Twitch. We're long past expecting anything from YouTube. Have you have you two been seeing seeing those comments on like YouTube videos sometimes where it's just like this weird like this weird like random name with like a dot at some point and it's just like set it just time codes a part of the video and then just has like some short link or whatever yes yeah i keep seeing them pop up in in comment sections i always i always report them because i know they're spam but yeah i get them on my channel sometimes i don't read youtube comments i'm a civilized person (laughs) i i unfortunately get notifications whenever someone comments on one of my videos so i do read youtube comments they're usually actually very thoughtful comments, so thank you all. No, reading reading your your videos comments totally totally understand. I thought you were like, oh yeah, yeah you I was, see, I was I watching YouTube MCR videos. Music I make videos. films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So that's that's it for the Twitch news. You got anything for me? Oh, uh, thank God. Yeah, I, I I can get I can get a I can get a cool one. Uh, so Microsoft, everyone's favorite, everyone's favorite uh company has re- responded to accusations about their uh about uh unresponsive buttons in Xbox uh, I believe just Xbox controllers in general not even just like one, one or series X controllers or whatever cuz they're all the same controller uh apparently they're working to fix these problems um I I know like for a while I've been seeing stories about uh about like Sony's DualSense 
controller having like stick drift and you know everyone knows about joy cons at this point so i won't i won't really go too deep into that but uh, i i think uh sony hasn't responded at all to the the drift problems and we're still kind of early on in that so i'm not um we don't know exactly how like widespread the problems with, with is with the dual sense but apparently it's bad enough for microsoft to to publicly comment on their faulty controllers and well, all, right, all right so here's here's like the really crazy part though is that like this is apparently even affecting their elite controllers and uh I, in case you don't know the elite controller is like the premium of premium controllers it's almost 200 bucks for one of these things i never had one because uh <laughs> fucking paying like 80 bucks for a controller is like fucking kills me to this day i, I would never pay 180 bucks for a controller as far but ah, fucking hell it's just the controllers are so expensive now and the fact that they're like they're even they're like more faulty than they've ever been i feel like yeah i i wonder if that like says anything about like the similarity between like like these controllers and like just just like make quality is like how much are you actually like paying for when you're buying like the primo controller I can actually talk about that a little bit because uh, I went on a rabbit hole of uh, controller and console repair videos on YouTube the other day. You watched it like Spawn Wave or something? I don't remember the name of them. But uh, basically every single controller since the Xbox, since 7th gen, yeah, uses the same micro switches. Or not micro switches, uh, analog like part for their controller. Yeah, like the it's, same manufacturer, right? I heard that too. It's... It's some Korean brand because they're the only one that produces it, and that's what everybody uses. So, it that and that's why they're having faulty issues. Now, I don't think the Switch uses it. I think the Switch is a Nintendo like issue. No, I think um, they do as well. No, because the, the the at least for the Pro Controller. Oh, for the Pro Controller, yeah, I which has also had problems. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure. I'm sure the Joy Cons are Nintendo's own proprietary garbage. <laughs> they don't. They don't need to outsource <laughs> their garbage. I will say, uh, as uh, I so I own an Xbox Elite controller, um, and I have a Dual Sense. Um, I also have a Switch. Just as a preface, I Christ, what don't you have? Uh, a life, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've owned these all for a while. I've never experienced controller drift. I don't know if I'm just getting lucky with the ones out of the package, but especially especially for the DualSense controller, which I'm holding in my hand right now, I don't use it every day like some people do, but I use it pretty consistently. Um, Um, Yeah. And I don't get how people are already using controller drift. I swear it's people just fucking something up. It could it, it could just I be mean, some issue, but I almost don't believe it. If they're acknowledging the that their wow, product sounds like victim blaming to me. If they're acknowledging that their product has like faults, like it's very weird to be like, well, like I haven't had any issues. <laughs> and, and, and we had a lot of people like talking talking like that. I, I think it's a little I think it's a little early to go to go in on Sony for this because. It, it has been like what three months since the PS5 came out. Yeah, it dropped so in I November. Fe- I feel like faulty controllers is is like one of those cases of my Xbox is smoking, bros. Check it out, and it's, it's just some dude who vaped in it. It's, it's like it's, it's been five months. I just realized it hasn't been three months. It's been we're five. In, we're in March. It it re, it released 
Oh my I god. I think on the twelfth, actually. It's no, been five months and it's still impossible to buy a PlayStation Five. But up up but up. I was actually trying not, not, not if you got lucky. I was trying to half-heartedly buy one of those things today while I was at work because Sony or whatever was doing that direct thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you can buy them straight from Sony. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'll throw myself in the queue. And, uh, uh, no, die. Uh, pro tip for people trying to buy PlayStation 5s. Don't. Um, well, don't right now, honestly. It's not worth it. There's not enough game Unless you really want to play, like, Demon Souls or like Miles Morales at 60 FPS and all that. <laughs> play PS3. You want to play Demon's um, Souls? Uh, just get, get a PS3. <laughs> um, emulate it. Uh, no, but uh, Walmart is where I got mine from. And I didn't do this, but I've heard other people have had success with going to the product listing and adding it to a like saved for later option. Did you a talk lot about the, this last episode? Did I talk about yeah. this last episode? Uh, P- oh, then yeah, you definitely, you definitely I, I, did. How many times do you think we can trick Tabby into <laughs> telling the viewers how to how they get a PS5? At least once an episode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's definitely something you talked about. Uh, yeah. I, listen, PS5. I get a ten percent discount at all Walmart stores. So if I ever buy it, I'm gonna get like fifty bucks off that shit. All it costs was your soul. Uh, you know, whatever. I didn't even have one Wait. of those anyway. Oh, yeah, that, that would be... Thank you for your service, Noel. Yes. Um, Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and move on. I'm going to I'm gonna say a thing, and then I'm gonna let Tabby say a thing. Uh, there was a Eternal, The Ancient Gods Part 2 trailer that came out. Uh, no. It, the, the, it, it came out sometime this week. I don't know exactly when it was, but it's... Uh, you know the story expansion that came out that was Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods. Yeah. Yeah, part part two coming out. Uh, it's going to be released on the 15th. And uh, it looks interesting. I don't really have anything to say about Doom. Have you guys played any of the Doom DLC? Boy, I wish I cared about Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah, has any of us even played Doom Eternal? I haven't. I haven't even played 2016. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, the... Uh, Oh no! The teaser trailer is releasing on the fifteenth. Yeah, that's what it is. The the um, yeah the uh, my my notes are a scramble in here. Yeah, no, the teaser trailer is coming out on fifteen. Be excited for it. They gave us a little teaser picture. It looks a lot like Warhammer forty k art. I'm gonna post it so you guys can see it. Uh, boop! There it is. Uh, <laughs> it looks yeah, a I, lot I, like I, Warhammer forty k art. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, but so uh, I've I, I've played about. 50-60% of Doom Eternal. Um, I dropped it because I really don't like that game. It's just not fun. Yeah, my friend Nate really didn't like it either. Yeah, it, It's crazy how, my, how many like polarizing opinions I've heard about Doom Eternal because people it, it really seems to be one of those love or hate games. It's very interesting coming from Doom 2016 which was pretty much universally praised as like the, the good FPS but the complaints I've heard about Doom Eternal, like, have been, like, stuff that, I'm, like, I really want to just, like, discredit and, like, not care about. Like, people such complaining as, about the one, like, monster and stuff like that when it came out. The that's that's yeah. not really a complaint that people have anymore. I mean, I'm sure they like, don't have it I, anymore because a bunch of people made very good videos about how it's not really a big deal. But, yeah. Uh, the Marauder fights were fun, actually. Um, 
it was it was more it's more of an issue in the DLC, the first DLC from what I've heard, when they add some like a new power up enemy that is also like invincible and you have to like kill the thing it's powering up and there's one that powers up like four marauders. Um but my my issue my, my my issue is I liked Doom 2016 and the almost like the design philosophy behind the game was Make a sequel to D- Doom 2016. Don't make Doom 2016 too, because it is. While it has similarities, obviously it's Doom. Its core gameplay loop is similar. The change in how um, uh, how ammo works and the pace of the levels is very very different comparatively. Got to get American G- McGee in here, um, and that's why I dropped off. Think you think American McGee's available like can we what was up with that level man (laughs) could have had a shotgun (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like i said boy i wish i cared about doom 26 doom doom eternal um i'll probably play the games at some point i will probably enjoy them immensely i haven't played either of the new doom games uh but they look really cool to me. They look like they have interesting movement, which always, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really about interesting movement. I really like movement in video games. Yeah, you like to schmoove. Uh, I like to schmoove, and uh, I, I hope this trailer is good. I hope people who uh, are excited for it uh, have their wishes fulfilled. Uh, what, what do you got, Tabby? Um, let me think uh yes um some of y'all are too horny not in this call however a lot of you are too horny for an average video game uh genshin impact hit 874 million dollars spent in game since launch it launched last summer last year I think something like that. It's 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 not. Sounds right. It's it's not you know, the the one the ones that are like the most profitable that have been around for years. This is a new game, and there that is too much money. That is too much money that is that has gone to it. No, a, no such thing as too much money for Venti. <laughs> for Venti, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout outs to Mona. Yeah. So so looking at this this article from SensorTower.com. Um, it is behind Honor of Kings, which is a, it's a, it's a MOBA. It's a, it's big in China. Um, and PUBG Mobile. Didn't even know people played that besides PUBG Mobile's made 1.1 billion. What do you even buy in PUBG? Skins. Yeah, Uh, you buy skins. It's, that's um, pretty much it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like I mean, that's that, that's what you get when you you make a half decent game, and add gotcha mechanics to it. I guess. Yeah, I mean, imagine like, imagine a really good game with gotcha mechanics, though. Like, yeah, isn't that Xenoblade too? <laughs> yeah, but imagine it's like not baked into the gameplay, and you actually have to pay for the gotcha mechanics. So yeah, uh, that's evil. I I, I don't want to imagine that. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I said this last week. Um, 
that uh, I, I I don't like Breath of the Wild and those types of games, and Genshin is very much based off of that gameplay formula. Yeah, it's a Breath of the Wild like. Yep. Just like King of Fighters is a Street Fighter two like. I I just think that like it is really like it's it's like high time we like really address what like gambling means in video games and like how much of it we're like willing to accept and like you know be be fine with you know because it's it's kind of it's baked into so much stuff and it's it is really good right now to be like an indie lover because you can just kind of ignore it just completely indie however lover. indie lover 06 <laughs> favorite movie indie game the movie yes very good that's our one for the episode uh yeah no i mean my my roommate ephraim he spends like 20 bucks a paycheck on that game probably on on uh, genshin how much does he spend 20 20 bucks a paycheck so like 40 bucks a month i I mean that's you 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 hear that and you're like oh that's not really that bad but then it's like okay well how about we scale this up to like tons of players and that's how you get ridiculous figures like that and there are also people who are like i sold my house to pull this fucking god sword uh not clickbait and it's like a youtube video and he's like pogging out of his mind um you know there's people like that who are like also driving the market like it's it's (laughs) you know it's a lot of factors it's definitely uh like i think the only gotcha game that I play in quotes is like Fire Emblem Heroes because sometimes I'll just install the game like ah oh, what what character can I get and I they just they give you so many free stuff so I just like I just summon that summon like characters for a bit until I get the one I want and I'm like okay I'm done and then I <laughs> and then I stop playing the game until a character I like comes out. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say with Genshin as well, from what I know of it, they do a very good job at making people spend money for things. So it's a lot of gotcha games like, you know, like Fire Emblem Heroes just give away free stuff. But to guarantee like getting a certain character, you have to not roll that character within 90 rolls or something. Yeah, it seems pretty nuts. And each roll is like $10 or something. And you need two. You, also, of, you need like two of them, so you need to roll like a hundred like, times. Not only do you need to roll for the character you want, but you need to like roll for the weapon for your character that you want. So it's, it's like it's ridiculous. It's it's pretty egregious. Uh, but that's you know. You you want to know what that's else? Genshin. You want to know what else is egregious? What? Um, the FIFA Twenty One Black Market. Okay, talk about this. I'm very, I'm very yes, interested. This is interesting, me. So I didn't know this was a thing until I saw this on Reddit earlier today or yesterday. Um, so for those of you who don't know, FIFA has this really shitty gambling system called the Ultimate Team, which is basically you pick your favorite players and play with them. But it's all through gotcha mechanics, and every sports game has this, and it's all really predatory and it's bad. It's, it shouldn't be in the game, and they go through so many legal loopholes to have them not called loot boxes and have it not be gambling. Remember, how, remember the NBA game that had literal slot, slot machines? Yeah, su- surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. <laughs> so uh, we laugh, but we're in hell. 
we, we are in hell. So <laughs> EA, uh, EA Sports, their their account or the FIFA account, put out a uh, a statement saying we're looking into allegations uh, regarding the FIFA 21 Ultimate Team items. And apparently, what was happening is employees from EA who had access to just generate the, the, the cards into players' accounts. Uh, were taking black market payments for these like high value characters. So, um, yo, you got the gold Beckham, dude. I'll give you twenty k for a gold. You uh, a Pele. <laughs> you 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 joke. Um, but this is so. Uh, Foot Arcade, I think is I'm gonna assume it's foot like football. Um, yes. Posted a series of tweets that they got uh, from. Uh, someone who was communicating with one of these people and leaked everything out. And this is sort of where the story blew out to the public. A whistleblower, if you will. Yeah, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. A referee. So what uh, What are what are these people paying for so, a, pr- a premium player? So for, for, R, for R9, which is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and like a certain team that he played on. I don't know, um, a good soccer player. One of the best. Um, 2,500 U.S., People were paying. <laughs> this is a whole other world. I have no idea about like these fucking sports games, and people are throwing down grands to get their players. This is insane. This is like this is like the hat shit from TF2, but like worse somehow. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Actually, I mean, you fucking spent a ridiculous amount of fucking money back in the day, but. I don't think there were any Valve people conspiring in that. For um, then for like the tier below that of like good players that aren't like big the the biggest names in the world, they're still paying thousand like thousand eight hundred to a thousand per player. So you have some people who are dropping ten grand because you need what is it uh four three uh, ten eleven players on a field for soccer thirteen thirteen, 13 thank players. you you have to you're you're dropping ten to thirteen k to have all these players. And the sad thing is, is that it's probably cheaper than just rolling for them. It's guaranteed to be cheaper. Uh, I know people who, and, and I think FIFA has the worst system implemented for their gambling to um, abuse people with addictive personalities. Um, as someone who has an addictive personality, I hang out with a lot of Magic the Gathering players who all have addictive personalities, and I know one who he spends every single dollar of his paycheck outside of bills on FIFA Ultimate Team. You know, when your company is spending tons of tons and tons of money on like multiple like litigation and like Supreme Court hearings in different countries trying to say that what they're doing is not unethical. I feel it's like probably. you might be doing son- something that's unethical. <laughs> um, uh, also, just want to throw this out here. The the old like saying that history repeats itself. Uh, there was once a Jagex moderator, Jmod for short, uh, for RuneScape, uh, who was, was legitimately just printing gold. Like he was just adding gold into the game. <laughs> And then selling it to gold sellers for 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 a profit. So he was literally just he was adding gold to the game and, and selling it for real money. That'd be like and he did this were, for 
did it for a very long time until he got caught and banned, and it was very and fired, and it was very funny. Um, when uh, was it when back in 2010 or whatever in TF2 when the engineer update came out, there was this thing called the Golden Wrench that you could craft. Uh, there was like only a hundred that could be made, and it was random. Like whenever someone crafted a weapon, there was a chance in a certain window. Uh, where you could get the golden wrench, and uh, you couldn't trade it or anything, so it was really it was really just bragging rights. Unless you were to somehow try and sell your account, but I don't think anyone really tried to do that. Uh, anyway, there was a there was a believe a guy who had a friend who worked at Valve, and this guy this guy his friend who worked at Valve explained to him how to get the golden wrench. And the way it worked is that uh, it was set on a timer. So, like a certain time of day, if people crafted, that would that would like that would proc the golden wrench or whatever. Uh, and, and it was very specific time frame. So he told his friend, and his friend told everyone in the server, like, "All right, everyone, at this point, you craft, you get a wrench." And it worked. It worked. And uh, the guy who worked at Valve, uh, I believe, he got vac banned. <laughs> Oh no! Um, Did he keep his I think job? He's, I think he still works at the company, though, because you know what? It is really funny. It, it's kind of innocent, though. Like it's because you couldn't like you couldn't sell it or anything, so it's like whatever. It's not as bad as like. It's kind of a flex to be like a Valve employee, but also be vac banned, though. Yeah, it it is. I think his name was like Drunken Fool or something. Jeremy, he used to post on Face Punch. Jeremy, you don't get the uh, bonus company bonus this year. Why? You are vac banned. You are vac banned. <laughs> um, we usually don't have to enforce this because I don't know how. I don't think any foul employee before you's gotten vac banned. But um, that's what you get for uh, releasing the secret of the wrench. So uh, you will not be going with Gaben to Hawaii, and you will not get any more big pink cookies. <laughs> Is that very good. is that all we have to say about the 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 FIFA black market? Uh, hey FIFA, stop fucking doing this. Thank you. I feel like FIFA would stop doing this if there were actual other soccer games. Remember when like there, Sega had a soccer game uh, series and like Konami? So okay, so there was actually uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, which was still pretty popular. Yeah. However, apparently FIFA, uh, the EA Sports, bought the rights to those to some of those premier teams from them like a year ago or so. So that game's just dead. Yeah, it's rough. Shit sucks, man. You got tech? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go through a couple of these because they're not they're not very like big stories. But um, all right. So the I believe it was the president of. Of uh, of Nintendo, Shintaro Furukawa. I, I I had to like check his name again because this guy does. This guy is like a ghost. Like uh, Awada or whatever is like very hands on with with like the fans and stuff. But this guy seems really I don't, I don't know. But uh, but whatever. I, anyway, he says that the Switch is about like halfway through its lifespan or whatever. It uh it we. I can't believe none of us brought this up last week when I'm talking about old news. But the Switch uh released four years ago last week in 2017 so oops yeah it's whatever save it for Uh, next year yeah yeah it'll be for next year the um so yeah you know four years for uh for halfway through a life cycle it's about like eight years that seems to be about the average for uh game consoles these days it used to be it used to be pretty uh, a lot shorter like maybe like 
five or six years if you were lucky, but like uh, uh, seventh gen, yeah, seventh gen went on for fucking ever, and eighth gen, some people are not willing to let go of. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, eight years, it seems about in line. Um, it, it kinda, it kinda feeds into this whole, into the whole, like, Switch Pro rumors and stuff. Cause I feel like, you know, halfway through the console's lifespan, it's about, it's probably time we get a new revision of, of this thing. Hopefully it's got a little more juice. Who knows? But that'll be cool. Uh, all right, all right, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about this Ninja Turtle news instead of uh, some of the other things. Cause um, all right, so uh, tribute, they are uh, developers are ex Ubisoft developers. They made um, they were the devs who worked on the Scott Pilgrim game, which is something I just found about found out about recently. Cause cause uh, what I knew these guys for was this game called Wizorb. And Wizorb was like this game that released. Why did you bring dark memories from my past with saying Wizorb? <laughs> oh, uh, did you play this? Y- yes, I did. So yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Wizorb was this. Um, it it was like released in like 2011 or something. It's 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 a it's an Arkanoid clone, but you play it with like slight and i mean very slight rpg elements where you like you're rebuilding a town and going through dungeons that are like art that are basically just arkanoid levels it was actually a pretty fun game i liked it a lot uh maybe i'll make a video on it one day but um yeah they they also made that they made a panzer paladin uh mercenary kings i think they're basically pretty well known for like really good sprite art and and five out of ten games yeah, that's what the yeah yeah. I heard Panzer Paladin was like okay, but I, I do really like Wizard. I think it's at least like a seven. But uh, yeah, they're working on a Ninja Turtles game. Uh, it's called Shredder's Revenge. I watched the reveal trailer uh, this morning uh, in preparation for this podcast. It's mostly just like an animated, like uh, animated intro thing that you would probably play at like the beginning, like intro of the game when you turn it on. But there's some snippets of gameplay. Uh, it looks pretty good. It's it's little the the pixel art looks really nice. Yeah, the pic, yeah these guys th- these guys do pixel art like really good. So it's no it's no wonder this looks this looks nice. It pretty much looks like Turtles in Time. Can I can I call this a love letter to the TMNT arcade game? Uh, is is that what it says in the article? No, no, but you know it really looks like like I'm I'm looking at the gameplay and I'm like man. I remember the arcade at Chuck E. Cheese with my cousin Johnny. <laughs> so the thing is with with Ninja Turtles is like I'm or at least like Turtles in Time or whatever. People really like that game, and I know I don't really have like I don't really have a lot of nostalgia for it because I barely even fucking played that game. Uh, Ninja Turtles in general, at least like the '80s ones, is like uh, before my time. I, pl- I I liked the 2003 show a lot actually, though. So uh, I, it's not like I don't have anything. Uh, it's not like I have anything against Ninja Turtles. Just uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't think it has a date or anything. It's just uh, uh, it it just seems to be like a reveal and nothing more because they really didn't show that much of it. But uh, it's nice to see it exists. Uh, hopefully we get some more about it soon, and hopefully it's good for all you uh you teenage mutant Ninja Turtles out there, or for as, all you uh, shellheads out there. Yeah, for all <laughs> uh, in the two thousand three show. They would uh, they would do this thing where where they would like they would 
replace like slang or like swears with uh with turtle words like uh like they would say what the shell a lot <laughs> I, that, I never even like thought about it until recently like that is the stupidest shit i've ever heard in my entire life uh, it's, it's the, very shell. funny it's the stupidest shell you've ever heard in your life yeah, yeah exactly pretty cool pretty cool um all right and uh let's let's do let's do one more let's let's do uh this one's pretty sad actually uh it's talking about uh if you listen to last week's podcast you'd be aware of a uh, fantasian it's the game being made by sakaguchi uh and uh, his team at mistwalker uh nobu uematsu a composer of uh like all the final fantasy games uh he's in the black mages you know he's, he's like one of the one of the greatest composers in gaming if not ever <laughs> just really great uh he he's working he's doing the soundtrack for fantasian the full soundtrack which i actually didn't know about until uh until this sad news but uh this might be the last game he does the uh the full soundtrack for because of uh because of health conditions um like I think uh, last year or two years or, or so ago, he had to cancel like touring with his band because of um because of these health problems. So uh, it's it's a it's a shame that the the age is starting to get to him. I'm I'm really not looking forward I, to uh what I would just like to mention that like VGC like I feel like the way they wrote this headline is like very like tactless. Oh, There's awesome. Just, oh. I, I didn't even read this. Like like fuck no no Nobuo Uematsu, the veteran of Final Fantasy composer, often referred to as the Beethoven of game music, could have scored his final soundtrack. And I'm like, yeah, it's really sensational. I don't like yeah. that. It's very journalist. yeah. That's very. It, it feels like I'm reading this in like the sun or some shit. Like I don't know. <laughs> well, that's why I sourced Save You a Click instead of Video Game Chronicles. <laughs> Yeah, save you a clip. Yeah, nah, this is hero. sad. No, that's definitely it, sad. It, it it is sad. Um, if if this is what Uematsu goes out on, though, I think that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like his last game was Terra Battle. Yeah, or or like you know, it's not. Like, he's like he's pretty. Not to sound like rude or anything but you know he's like he's he's pretty old so yeah it's not like it's not like he's being you know taken away at like 40 or something he's yeah, he's, done, he's done plenty a lot of the a lot of the industry heroes are you know they're getting up there and this is gonna be yeah the soundtrack to this coming decade is you know or not the soundtrack but the theme of this coming decade is just like kind of old old video game like heroes just kind of being like well either i'm not doing it anymore i'm too old to do it or you know passing away which is very unfortunate yeah i can't wait for uh hideo kojima to put his brain in a jar and attach it to some kind of weird robot thing he's going hideo, to be he's like so weird when he's 50 it, when hideo kojima is gone yeah hideo and, is like, pretty young Shigeru miyamoto i don't even i don't even know what the fuck is gonna yeah, it's gonna be so weird to to be in a world where Shigeru Miyamoto isn't alive anymore. I I yeah. on, on, legitimately honestly I think you won't see. He's any, already dead. Yes. Oh, oh my no. Um, I I I 
don't think you'll ever see somebody as weird as or as weird quotations as some of these devs are anymore once they're gone like i don't think we're, we're never going to get another suit of 51 we're never going to get another sweary i don't think we're ever getting another hideo kojima in the triple a quadruple a space i think companies are trying to be they're going to be very safe with their products and it's going to be very very straight i mean sony japan we talked about that last week they made fantastic Did games was that last week or was that a couple weeks ago no i don't think we even talked about sony japan oh did we it might because I think we only talked about the state of play. We may have talked about it in a Discord call. I don't even remember when it happened, but it uh, Sony Japan right. dropped. Basically, doesn't exist anymore. They're 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 now a support company. Fuck um, you. Fuck you, Gravity Rush fan. Me. Um, Gravity Rush. <laughs> it's not. It's not fucking Gravity Rush's fault that that game didn't do good. I didn't even know Gravity Rush two came out until yeah. like a month did after you, it happened. Did you know Gravity Rush one got ported from the Vita to the PS4? Yeah, by the time I found out, it was fucking sold out everywhere because they only printed like two copies. Yeah, and yeah. it's it commands very high prices. Um, fuck. Yeah, I'm pissed now. I I think there'll always be uh, like Artur esque. I think those guys video are going to be game in the indie space. personalities. Like we got Joseph Joseph the I, I, like no shit. That's immediately who I thought of. True. When I thought of. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> when yeah. I was like, yeah, like new newer blood. Even though he's not like that new, he's fuck the Oscars. Like, yeah, fuck the Oscars. It's like ah, oh, that guy's so sick. <laughs> but he's definitely not like AAA. No, you're right. Here's the thing, though, is, like, I can definitely see, like, you know, some double-A auteurs coming in, and then those companies getting bought by triple-A studios. I, I, yeah, uh, how old is Yoko Taro? He's 43, 44? Plenty of time. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's <laughs> but there, there's going to be a, t- a time within our lifetime that we're going to see every, like, zany creator and really the the japanese game industry leave whether it's due to them not wanting to do it anymore health concerns whatever and then i like i said i don't think we're gonna get weird games double a doesn't exist anymore really it's starting to come back a bit it i think i think i think that like certain teams are starting to be like maybe we don't need to spend a gorillion dollars on video games yeah regardless uh, um, I'd like to move on to some more uplifting news after that. Yeah, sorry to talk about, like, uh, dead video game developers for, like, ten minutes. Yes. League of Legends, Wild Rift, fuck, fuck. Open Beta, March 29th. <laughs> Let's go! This is supposed to be uplifting. This is this makes me even more sad. This is what just, is, this right, is just what be- is Wild Rift? Wild Rift is League of Legends... But on, on your, your phone. phone. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, so this isn't actually League of Legends. This is just a MOBA on your phone. Oh, no. No, it is just League of Legends on your... What the fuck is this trailer? Wait, wait. She has, like, a, 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 a like ancient phone? So, so it, it, it is balanced. It it's balanced differently than League uh, is going to be on PC, as far as I'm aware. Uh, and yeah, there's it's going balanced to be... for tiny phone hands. Yeah. Uh, this This sucks (laughs) fuck Um, you people I'm gonna try it but you know (laughs) I don't have high expectations for it I just think it's really funny 
Is Jinx like the mascot of this? Jinx is a very popular character. Jinx is the oh, mascot of I League know. of Legends. It, wait, of like all of League of Legends? I thought that was like Nasus or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe back in 2011, but here, here in 2021. For people who don't know, Nasus is the only character that Tech knows about. Wait, no. <laughs> no, no, I know one. about Urgot. I know about Urgot, too. Urgot, But yeah. I do bring up Nasus oh, a lot. Just characters your top laner complains about. I see. Oh, Urgot to be kidding me. Yes, there it is. Urgot to be kidding me. <laughs> um, what else do I have here? Dynasty Warriors, um, they're releasing a, uh, a, a movie, a live-action film. Uh, I watched the trailer for this. It's coming out on April 30th. Uh, it looks really cool. Uh, it's got like fucking like the actual like Dynasty Warriors like they swing their blade around and people fly up in the air. It's very it's very actiony and pulpy. I think it looks really cool. Uh, it's not going to be released in English, or at least we have no word on whether it will be. Is it one of those um? Is it one of those like Chinese or or I guess Hong Kong Hong Kong movies that uh that where they cast American actors? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know if this is, like, a Hong Kong movie. I just know it's only releasing in mainland China for now. I see. Well, I think think mainland China cares more about the romance of the Three Kingdoms than the U.S. Listen, if this this movie is what makes me care about romance of the Three Kingdoms, I will. I will get into romance of the Three Kingdoms. In that case, then you can play the PS2 games. I was going to say, do I have 14 (laughs) games for you to play? (laughs) <laughs> no it looks really cool check out the trailer sometime um uh daniel ahmad uh tweeted about it relatively recently if not you can just google dynasty warriors movie trailer and i'm sure you'll very nice very nice got yeah, tabby yeah let's throw it over to tabby throw it over to tabby uh i'll go over the fighting game news of the week uh it's pretty quick um SSJ4 Gogeta got a trailer and has released. Um, question, what does the J stand for? I never watched GT. Uh, no. Um, do you want to Do you wanna answer it? I just want to mention anytime somebody says SSJ, I think SJW. <laughs> I just think SJW4 Gogeta. <laughs> yeah, he'll call you out on his uh, on your microaggressions. That's how that's how deep he is. I don't know what SSJ is. Uh, SSJ, it's, it's not, it's not a G, it's not a GT thing. It's just, um, it's, it's just a Dragon Ball Z thing in general. Uh, I, I think it's just, it's like a Japanese thing where, uh, where like the way they spell Saiyan over there, it's, it just makes sense to, to, to call it SSJ and then the number. Um, I, I'm sure someone who actually knows like way more about Dragon Ball could answer it but that's i remember reading i because i remember having the same questions like why is there a j there and i remember looking it up but this is a long time ago gotcha i'll i'll talk to some nerd um uh, however i watched the gameplay trailer for ssj4 and he looks you can just cool. call him super saiyan 4 you don't uh, have to say ssj he's he's interesting um as a very minor uh, dbfz player um He's got some interesting things. Uh, he has a level mechanic like Adult Gohan that allows him to do a one-hit KO super. Um, it's it's interesting. I and I, I th- I'm worried about offline events when he comes back though, 
whether a if they'll exist uh because pandemic uh but more importantly um he can do some weird things with some system mechanics that might be too good because he gets he has an ability that his level ability also gives him dragon balls if i understand how it works correctly and I got your Dragon Balls right here. If you acquire all the Dragon Balls in DBFZ, you actually get some huge power-ups in the game itself. Um, the two most commonly used ones are... Um, well, sorry, the most commonly used one is Revive a Dead Character. So it lets you bring back a character your opponent has killed, what? which is... Yes. You can do that? Yes. That's fucking sick. You ha- <laughs> I mean, it has to be, you know, all those... It has to be... A Dragon Ball is earned by doing a 10... A, exit combo so it's like oh, so it's like win more it's like win more but it 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 happened in evo grand finals actually it's pretty cool uh, in the goichi sonic fuck match i think it was there and goichi brought a character back but it's it's there's there's some potential worry but we only have bad net play right now so who knows um what um all right, all right hey uh, before you move on from dvfc what 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 dragon ball characters do you all want in fighters because they're they're doing another pass right maybe we don't know Oh, we don't know. I, okay. There was a there was a small thing that they did where they showed off this trailer. I think they said the game's not finished, but I don't think they confirmed anything. People are people are actually more thinking about a potential uh, DBFZ two to be released. Yeah, they have a shit ton of characters in this game now. There's a lot of There's... characters and a lot of people uh, nowadays due to. Um, the efforts of a lot of community members and with Arc System Works on Guilty Gear Strife, that they are only going to be buying games with rollback netcode, which I think is the correct thing to do in the in the game in the fighting game sphere right now. Is I'm sure this will work because it's the only way to play games online. Delay based netcode sucks. I'm a Guilty Gear Rev Two player and I understand that, but like, yeah, it's just not good. Um, I want Oob to be released. Oob would be pretty cool. Oob would be a uh, Oob would be a uh, uh, Gop that's Pog backwards. <laughs> uh, uh, the character I want is uh, Future Trunks because I want more Trunks on my team. Oh, wait, is Future Trunks not in? Uh, it's just regular. It's 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 uh, Cell Saga Trunks. Or not even Cell Saga Trunks. It's Android Saga Trunks. That's like the same thing, right? No, he has the sword. Uh, sorry, it's Super Trunks. Then maybe where he gets to go Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan, where he gets the blue hair. I'm out. No, uh, that's not, that's not, that sounds like some that sounds like some kid trunk shit. Uh, it's from it's, it's from the same arc where it features the hit English dub line. Uh, Don't shoot. He isn't black. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that, that's that. That one's weird. He has like a he's that like Mai is like an important character in that arc or something. That's weird to me. Well, they're fucking because she doesn't look right. And yeah, and they're fucking. That's really weird. Uh, my, my, for, first, let me, let me just say, I love Mai. She's one of my favorite Dragon Ball characters. I do not like how she looks in the new show. She I don't like how a lot of characters look in the new show. I'm not well, gonna Well, yeah, lie. but, but her especially, cause she's really cute in the original show. They did her dirty. Uh, but anyway, I would like, uh, Chi Chi. Chi Chi would be cool. Like, uh, like end of, end of Dragon Ball Chi Chi, where she's got, uh, she's got the martial arts stuff going on. That'd be cool. I mean, I can't really, like, they put Master Roshi in and, like, Videl. Is so Mr. I can't really Satan think of... in the game yet? No. Mr. Oh, Satan that's right. Yeah. He needs to be. I take back Oob. I want Mr. Satan. Yeah. He, he feels, he feels like he should be, like, the last, 
Like you put in like one more character, and it's like it's Mister Satan, and he sucks. <laughs> he's the he's the Dan of the game. The yeah, he's character. the Dan of the game. I'm not gonna lie though, a DBFC two. Um, okay, like, do you really need to do that? If that's the only way to implement rollback netcode, yes. Well, not even that. I hate fighting game season passes. I hate how many of them there are. I yeah, hate that if you're coming into a game late, you have to buy like $100 worth of stuff. And if they can condense that into a new DBFC game with rollback, you know, maybe maybe it'll be, be easier for new players to get into the game, you know? Yeah, and I, I think... I think that's the smart thing to do. Also, it's easier to pitch the amount of dev time it's going to take to implement uh, something like rollback netcode because it's not an easy feat. But into a new game to your to your investors versus oh we're going to spend nine months to develop rollback netcode into this old game that's on sale for ten dollars right now. In the age of digital purchasing, there's just no like DFZ Platinum Edition. With all the DLC, you know, they, that just doesn't just really lower exist. the price which, of the base game. Which is weird, because other fighting games do that. Like, yeah, Marvel was doing some, that. I mean, like, uh, Grand Blue. Eh? Grand Blue? How much, how much does that game cost if you want every character right now, Tabby? So... Off the top of your head. Do this I, is where Tabby blames Psy Games. No, I blame Arxis for, for this. Because um, they, they do it with their new games. That it's, it's That is but... Other companies are doing. Um, do I need to include stages? Just off the top of your head, give me a number. Uh, it's 50, 110, 123, I think is the number. 123, 127. Oh my God. If you want to if you play, if you're a new player and you want to play Grand Blue Fantasy in the year of our Lord 2021, you pay $124. Hey, do you want to see my clown shoes? I own two copies of that game. Why? I paid sixty dollars for both. Uh, the, Why? The, so the JP PS4 release came out uh, almost like a month and a half early, and oh we god, you didn't. Yeah, so I bought the JP PS4 release. I paid a hundred dollars for it in the first season pass, um, and then I also bought it on PC because that's where I was going to primarily net play. I used my that's PS- insane. I was bringing my PS4 to locals to use to play, so it's like it's a worthwhile investment for me. I just like to let it be known that. Every, like, problem you have with gaming, like, Tabby is the direct cause of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she buys into everything. How much did you pay for Mighty Number no. 9? I paid $250 into that Kickstarter. <laughs> $250 fucking dollars. I'm so glad I didn't have a job when that Kickstarter came out. Sucks that I had a job that I hated. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have thrown down 250 bucks, but shit. I love Mega Man, okay? Me too. Instead, play, like, 30XX. I've heard that game's great. Just play, like, one of the old Mega Man games. There's, like, 80 of them. Play Mega Got Man some, Maker. like, Warhammer stuff? Uh, I, one more thing on the fighting game front just to oh. talk about. Okay. Um, Them's Fighting Herds added a replay function into their game. Them's Fighting Herds is a great game if you can get over the horse aesthetic. Um, also, the very limited roster is a downside. But I'm pretty sure it's the only fighting game replay system to have a rewind function in it. There's an alpaca, too. There's an alpaca. And they're adding a goat to the game. He's like a pirate. It's pretty cool. I'll actually probably try that's, it again when he comes out. That's the game that, um, that's the My Little Pony game. They got cease and desisted, right? And then Lauren yeah. Faust, like, made new character designs for them. Yes. Yep. That's really cool of her to do that. It's, it, it was a, it's a very cool, like, it's the whole history of the game, like, them trying to make this and then, 
um, fuck Mike Z, but Lab Zero giving them the Skullgirls engine to use to make their game, yeah. the whole Lauren Faust thing after the C and D. It's it's like a wonder story almost. It's really it's really nice that Lauren Faust was able to uh, enable GGPO on that game. Yes, thank you, Lauren Faust, for making GGPO netcode. Thank is you, that, Base God. Is that the next headcanon? Mike Z didn't make didn't help <laughs> with GGPO. It was Lauren. It was Faust. all Lauren Faust. It's Lauren Faust all the way down. Thanks, uh, Lauren. Very thanks. cool. Um, and I'll just briefly touch on this Warhammer thing, because that's really all I have to say about them fighting herds. Uh, the new issue of White Dwarf, which goes on pre-order tomorrow as of recording, so uh, a couple days ago when this releases, uh, is going to have, I think it's 15, no, 12 free Warhammer games that I'm assuming are Steam codes. Uh, and it's not just, like, small games, it's uh, Vermintide 2, Space Marine, Dawn of War, Total War Warhammer... Bad game, bad game, bad game, Talisman, which I like, but it's kind of like mid. Uh, game I didn't play, game I haven't heard too much about. What about Blood Bowl? Is Blood Bowl on there? Uh, Blood Bowl is, so. listen, Blood Bowl is not a good video game. Blood, well, a, Blood Bowl 2. Blood Bowl is a great tabletop game. It's not a good. Look, I don't know shit about Warhammer games, all right? I bought Blood Bowl for like $3, and I was still disappointed with it. Yeah, so it, it is Steam Codes reading this article again. Um, That's nice. The, uh, the White Dwarf issues are pretty cheap. I think they're $9, 9 or 12 bucks, something like that. So it's basically a humble bundle, but you get a cool magazine with some cool miniatures and maybe buy some of their plastic, or don't. Go buy third-party resellers. Fuck Games Workshop. Um. um yeah, no, it's good if you want to pad your Steam library even more. Uh, I, I think if you're interested in Total War Warhammer, this is another good sale for it, and it also comes with Vermintide 2, which is a good game. Uh, yeah, Vermintide's okay, but what about cool. Blood Bowl? doesn't have Blood Bowl. I wish, well, okay, I wish Blood Bowl was like, wish Blood Bowl played like a Madden game. <laughs> is it, wait, is like, it actually know, like football with Warhammer characters? It's rugby. It's rugby. Okay. I just I That's weird. I know it's supposed to be trying to be like a tabletop game, but I would much rather try to be a video game rendition of a tabletop game than it trying to be a board game. Um maybe. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> I don't really know like War, Warhammer video okay. games are Okay, so no, weird. no, not 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 NFL. NFL Streets. All right, now <laughs> you got my attention. Now you're talking. Speaking my language. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say some stuff here. Uh, words. Oh, de nuvo anti cheat coming to PlayStation Five. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because you have in your you have in your notes saying that you hope this doesn't negatively impact your uh, the performance. Um, yes. I I saw a lot of people commenting about that. Uh, because. Uh, I saw a lot of people commenting about that because you know everyone everyone knows what a nightmare Genuvo is on PC. The thing is, is that this isn't the anti-tamper software; it's their anti-cheat, and uh, it's already been on like PS4 and Xbox One for like years now at this point. So there's really uh, any any sort of any sort of uh, worries about this fucking up performance of, of your PS5 games is unfounded. It's it's going to be fine. Cool. Also, thanks to thanks to the power of the PS5, uh, all your games will always run flawlessly with no issues whatsoever. Nope. 
No, not no, no, not whatsoever. Not Miles Morales not launching on like half of play, of PlayStation fives apparently. Thank, thank you, person who purchased PlayStation five. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Tabby live on the field. What did you say about the PS five, Tabby? It's good. How about Bug Snacks? It's like a seven out of ten. Seven. Okay. Seven. That's. It, I feel like was, that's really high for what Bug Snacks free. is. It was free. Uh, oh, I enjoyed okay. it. Whatever, man. Like, Where's your integrity? Bucks. Look, okay, do I get a shit on Destruction All-Stars then? Because it's 70? No, it's not even 70 anymore. They um. Oh, do they, they drop it? They, okay. they dropped they the price too. I think it's like 30 bucks. Damn, okay. Just probably still a little steep. Should have been 20. I'm being honest. Um, okay, uh, do you guys know anything about Disintegration? No. Um, Negative. What, what is no. it? No. Video game. Uh, it came out in like 2020. It was being worked on since like 2015. It was very mid game. Uh, their 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 company V1 Interactive like went just I don't know they just went under. They they're closing. You're never gonna hear anything from them again. I don't know anything about. <laughs> Oh, the ha- oh! Wait a minute! I I have heard about this game. This is um. This was like the the game that the publishers like. It's a tacked multiplayer onto, right? It made it like a live service game or something. It's being made by the ha- some of the Halo guys. Oh, did Private Division make this a multiplayer game? I am I getting this? Am I getting the game right? I remember hearing about this. Yeah, that's probably like a, a thing. Ago. That that sounds like something that would make people care about disintegration oh, because this, I have th- no idea what this is. So this is the game that it w- yeah. So it was supposed to be a um, uh, it was supposed to be like a Halo style first person shooter, and it literally has I think like the same beginnings as Halo. Of it, we wanted this to be an RTS, but then we made it a first person shooter. How do you uh, do that twice? <laughs> right, uh, and then Private Division. Uh, wanted multiplayer in the game and they pulled the multiplayer content six months into the game's release yeah so this sucks poor poor uh poor v1 troubled troubled studio has problems releases not so good game uh it's, it's a tale we've all heard before it's just this one has some names on it that you might recognize uh what's the guy's name marcus marcus lado yeah, and John Everest composed it as well, who's um very good composer. Very, very good composer. Um, yeah, I, I hope those people were able to find jobs elsewhere. <laughs> yes. That's that's really, like, it's really all my mind goes to when I hear about, like, a studio disintegrating. Yeah. And it's just like... Dis- you hear a studio disintegrating? Yes. Very nice. And it will be... Uh, Too soon. You know, I'm, just, I, I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I just... Yeah, I, I really hope those people, like, have jobs and are able to, like, feed their families. <laughs> Except you, Cliff Blazinski. Even Cliffy B, I want, I want Cliffy B to be able to feed his family. Disavow. I disavow what Tabby says. <laughs> my views, views are my own. Cliffy B, Cliffy B can feed his family. Give me back Radical Heights, you fucker. I want to talk about this one, because this one... This one is... This one's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. This one's kind of funny. All right. So, uh, popular multiplayer game, Rust, made by uh, Face Punch Studios. This isn't funny. It's funny in a macabre way. It's funny because you're, you're, you're a knockout user. 
no, 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 no. It, all right, well, well, I'll just say what this is. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, Ru- Rust posted an update that their EU servers, I believe all of them, were lost in a fire. Let, so, so if you play it on, like, European servers of Rust, like, I, like, your servers are just fucking gone. And we don't know when they'll come back. They, they posted about this, like, two days ago. This is insane. Let, like, uh, I, I don't know if there's any sort of, like, like, news headlines or whatever about, about just, like, in general, like, these servers. Could, could these, could this be, like, the only, only company or, like, a game, like, affected by this? Either of you know more about servers than I do? Uh, potential, potentially. It just depends on, uh, normally companies don't reveal what data centers they were in. Um, and... A lot of times, companies will use multiple data centers. Um, All right, I'm getting some articles. Yeah. Okay. I, I just yeah, want to this... while you're while you're pulling up those articles, I'd like to read the top tweet on this Rust update. Mm-hmm. It's from uh, at Teddy Twelve with many D's. We better get something in return for all of the people that grind this week. Wait, that grind this week off. Grind this week off. That grind. <laughs> oh my god. It's European. Do okay, they don't too. know how to speak. I'm going to Come read on. this. I'm going to read. I'm going to read this top tweet on this on on this information, and it's it's Teddy twelve, and it's we better get something in return for all the people who grind this week off for their bases and shit. Get on with it and compensate people. Here's another comment. Please make it so EU players are able to get at Nans her sleeping bag. I've literally checked her Twitch every time I'm awake, but she only streams from 0100 to 0800 my time. Uh, I don't know who Beanans is. Uh, appears to be some sort of Twitch streamer. Uh, and then some guy below and just posted a picture of Arthur with a simp card. Just thought that was funny. Oh my god. Hey, you can't say that. We're not a Twitch. Have either of you played Rust? Uh, no, no, I love were- Rust. Noel's a big Rust head. Listen, right, yeah. He grew up in the Rust Belt. <laughs> good, good thing you didn't. You don't play in EU servers. Yeah, no. My my opinion, you know, fuck Gary Newman, obviously, but like, someone had to say it. Listen, you can't Thank see you. it. But tech is giving thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do not disavow this statement. Fuck Gary. Uh, but I do. Like, he still I can just, feed his family, but fuck him. Yes, feed your family, Gary, but also fuck you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Rust so much because, like, that game is just so, like, the, the human interaction you get in that game is so great. But, yeah, it, it it sucks that this happened, but also, like, for the players, for those who don't know, Rust is, like, a weekly, like, like base building, like, survival game where, like, the, the servers wipe every week, pretty much. So, like... Players aren't losing it. This isn't like Ark Survival Evolved where you're losing like hundreds of hours worth of stuff. Like the players are not. The only thing that sucks for players is they're not going to be able to play. So, you know. I also, I thought Rust was like a, like an Arma slash DayZ situation where. Kind of is, right? Well, no, where individual like people could host servers. I didn't realize they were hosting the servers. But. Like, the thing is, is these EU servers might, like, you might still need to, like, 
handshake with the server to actually gotcha. like have your okay. server up. Like you might not lose like ser- like say say you're connecting to a server that's like a player run one. You might not lose the data on that server for like your wipe or whatever if it was like a long term server or something like that with no wipes. But like you might like lose your ability to connect to that server because gotcha. it's not able to like connect to the to the rust to the to the actual game. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, also, I'd like to thank everybody to coming to our first uh, uh, our inauguration of of the uh, the the Twitter in the wild segment of of uh, journalism. Yeah, let's just sell the Twitter of the wild. I can't. I can't <laughs> wait for one of the next posts. Yeah, it's gonna be an adventure. Strap in and get excited. All right. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through my final news section. It's 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 my biggest. It's my biggest one, and mm. Tabby has been waiting specifically for it. Mm. So, um, Polymega uh, creators, uh, creator Playmaji, it's the company. Uh, their business license has been suspended in California. Uh, it's supposedly still getting resolved. They were talking or were talking to like uh, publications and stuff about how it was like a, a minor setback done by um like their business license just wasn't renewed by like some fee or whatever due to a bad credit card that they just had on file that they never changed that's what they say at least um i was watching this video uh god i i forget his name exactly i'll have it in the show notes but uh, it was like this guy who seemed pretty knowledgeable about this sort of stuff and the way he was describing it made it seem like uh the way for them to have their business like to have their business license revoked this way is not easy to do so like you you renew you renew like your business license in California at least like every like 2 years or so and uh, they were due to renew it in like early 2020, I believe, and they just never did. So this is like a year in the making, and it took it took the state a year to revoke their license, and so now they're finally seeing the um, the consequences of this. Uh, so the Polymega uh, is a thing that's been talked about quite a bit in like retro gaming circles. I totally uh, what missed it. it. Apparently. Yeah, it, well, it's 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 kind of weird. Um, what it is is like it's a box that you play. You know, like the analog consoles, like the Super NT and like the uh, Mega SG and stuff, where it's FPGA hardware that you you use real uh, cartridges with. So it, it emulates at like the hardware level. It gets it's it's really accurate. Uh, accurate. Um, the Polymega was sort of. Uh, at least the way it was originally build, uh, uh, build, it was supposed to be sort of like, like that, but for multiple systems in like one. So like you had, you had like the, the, the base system that could play like, uh, several like cartridge games. Like I think, uh, I think Super Nintendo and Genesis and other stuff were like, were attached to it. And, uh, I believe Turbo Graphics as well. Um, the appeal of it was not only could it uh could it play like those cartridge games it could also play disc based games like playstation and, and like the most the most uh i think the most like wanted one was uh it, it could play sega saturn games 
And uh, uh, early what about on, the Turbo Graphic CD. I could, I think you could even do that. It, like, like that's the thing. It was supposed to be like an all-in-one, like hard, hard, like uh, a hardware box or whatever. And early on, they were saying that they were using FPGA hardware, but uh, one of the first big dramas with this thing uh, was that it, it came out eventually. Like, uh, uh, no, actually, we're just we're emulating. So, so it's it's not exactly like analogs consoles where they're using FPGA hardware. They're um they're using uh, I think it's RetroArch based, uh, uh or or something or something similar to that to to emulate these games. But apparently they're emulated, uh from like they're emulated very well. At least Saturn at uh, at, at the very least is emulated pretty good. For 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 people who don't know, like me, null toxicity, who does not know. What is what does FPGA stand for? What does it mean? I was just about to do that for you. So, uh, it's it's field pro it's field program programmable gate array is what it, the full thing stands for. What you need to know is it's essentially uh, it's essentially electronics on a motherboard that you could that are were originally used to uh, program on the field. If you needed to have something done, change something on a hardware level, um. You could do that just by inputting by inputting ones and zeros or connecting something to a board. Um, however, what its best use for is, and I believe this is right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Internet um, is that it's very compatible with a variety of different processor and APUs, uh, APUs, CPUs, etc. Yes. You can so, use it for a lot of shit. So, and that's with um, analog and how they do their hardware level emulation is because they're they're using Super Nintendo chips and other components on their board connected to their FPGA board. That's why it's it is not just an emulation box, something like this or those really shitty Hyperkins. Um, it's like it's it's a notch higher. Uh, I have a Super NT. It's very nice. So one, so so one. Um, funny joke. Uh, how is this related to NFTs? Don't answer that. Um. Shut up, <laughs> please, God. I. You know what I found out recently is uh, Twitter. Twitter uh, actually doesn't let you uh, doesn't let you mute words uh, on your timeline <laughs> unless you switch to uh, unless you switch to top tweets. If you have it on latest tweets, uh, it won't let you mute words. Uh, I found this out the hard way. By muting NFTs, crypto, crypto art, pretty much every single fucking thing you could think of, and uh, I still see it on my goddamn timeline. Yeah, it, uh, uh, it, it lets you do it with latest on the mobile app. It. I have the fucking. No, you don't. You use the mobile site. I. I reinstalled it. Yay! The no. actual question. The actual question I I had was. Uh, how similar is that to something like PlayStation 2 having like PlayStation 1 hardware in it or PlayStation it's, 3 having PlayStation 2 hardware in it? It's pretty similar in concept of the FPGAs, yeah. Yeah, of, of what yeah. the FPGA and how how and how retro games are using it. Um but it's 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 very similar. It's you know we have the the hardware in there that's then just being all routed through circuitry and shit using very simple terms because I don't even really know how it fully works with the PS3, for example. Um, yeah, we're kind of talking out of our asses. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, more more importantly, 
um hey do you want this this thing because i i'm on their website because i thought i was just gonna assume it's fpga so i want to see what the price of it is it's five hundred dollars yeah i was gonna get to that it, it, the polymega isn't fpga hardware yes for one uh so the, the the reason why it's so expensive is because it has all the all different it's a, it's an it's an all-in-one box so you that you're paying for like the convenience in that regard. The thing is with the Polymega is like it feels like a it feels like a a half step where it's not really for like anyone I can think of. I, I obviously some people are interested in this, but like if you want to play your actual, like, carts, chances are you want to play on, like, actual hardware, or at least something close to it, like the Super NT, but this thing is an emulator box. So if you're, if you're putting these, if you're going to use real carts, and so I guess if you really want to use real carts, but you don't care about emulation, then I guess this is for you. Uh, it's also pretty expensive, they, they, really, the appeal of this thing was the disc stuff, like with Saturn and whatnot. Um, but like Saturn emulation has gotten better in the past couple of years, and uh, not to mention, I think that the Saturn, mo- like it's five hundred bucks for the base Polymega. But the thing is that the the point is like you're supposed to buy like add-ons to it to to oh. play specific games. So like you add so add even more to that price. So it's like so, my Farberware stand mixer. It's exactly like Null's Farberware stand mixer. That's how that's that's a that's an apt comparison. So it's it's base level stuff because I have the product page pulled open is actually pretty like versatile uh, in what it has. It's not a. Some people were calling this a scam. I don't. It's definitely not a scam because because uh, we have. I, yeah, the, you have you the can Retron get this Five in some way. You have yeah, the Retron oh, 5, I mean a like real it's scam. A, the Retron Five is at least real. You, you can know, get this. Like it might this, be stuck in it might be stuck in Myanmar for like fucking three months, but you can. True, get it. yeah. You obviously their business got revoked, so or business practice or whatever the fuck uh, has been revoked. So you probably won't be able to get one now. Not to mention it was been it's been like sold out on pre-orders for whatever for a long time. But it's not like it's not like the Atari VCS where <laughs> it's not real. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-orders are actually still open on their website. God, don't don't give these people money until they've actually like proven that they're able to like give. Yeah, you a they product, need to get please. their shit together. Also, five hundred dollars, lol. I, I'm not gonna give them money uh, because Digital Foundry is gonna be doing a video on it whenever they get there. So that's off my hands. Yeah. Um, uh, have they have they talked about it? They or they are you have, just assuming? No, they have a video with uh, my life in gaming uh, where they talk. Oh, about are it. you? Are you implying that it would be a good idea to purchase one to 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 dissect on journalism? <laughs> not not guaranteed. I really want to. I really want to. Unironically, it's a lot of money to throw down. No, this, Even when the is... Patreon bo- uh, pops off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is not something that's happened. Do not look forward to that. That's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, so like, it seems like their base model is only disc system stuff. All the cartridge yeah. stuff is add-ons and. I don't actually know. I know the price of one of the add-ons is fucking expensive. I saw they had a light gun, and I'm like, oh, cool. Does that work with HD displays? Because that would actually it be does. worth it. It does. It does. That was that was another big appeal to this thing is that it, uh, I believe I, – I remember people talking about this a while ago that, yeah, yeah, they have a light gun that works with uh, yeah. 
with HGTVs, which is cool. If they got that to work with other parts of it, like, or if it's like, you can use this on original hardware, but if you have an upscaler, it'd be like, great, I should buy that. That's, that's actually something of value. Non sequitur, uh, real quick. If anyone knows how to take like a PS2, like GunCon 2 and modify it so that it has arcade recoil on it. I can send you a video later. That sounds like a Send me an email. Send me an email on on, on reps2mail at gmail.com, please. Is that your email address? That's cute. For reps2gog, yeah. That's great. Um, Actually, I don't even see... Dear greatest ever. Okay, yeah. So so, (laughs) um, every module that that lets you put cartridges in uh, the system is like... 80 bucks and it's a, they don't do multiple it's you get the nintendo you get the the nes module the snes module the sega model and then the 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 uh, turbo graphic 16 model so it's not, it's not even at the advantage of something like i was i was thinking about this and it's like well why would i buy this over a mister because i feel like that's the same audience because the the uh, the appeal to this is very luxury. It's an it. it I, yes. Admittedly, it does look nice. It looks nicer than a fucking Mister. Um, you get to use your you get to use your carts. That's the yeah. appeal, I guess. For someone like me, though, it's just like uh, I like if I'm using my real carts, I I, I don't want to like, I don't want an emulator box or like exactly like one or the other, right? It, it, it seems it seems weird to me. It, it, I, I don't know. I, I never had the I never got the appeal, and also I have a Sega Saturn and uh, a a a Satiator, so I don't really need this thing to emulate Saturn games. Yeah, I um I think this is neat though. I, I if it was like closer in price with the analog products, I think it would actually have like a, a legitimate market because yeah. I, I think a lot of the analog stuff is sort of people's like only option for even emulation of this high of quality. Like I, I the mister is very for using niche. real carts. Yeah. For using real carts. Like a, a mister is very niche and doesn't is uses SD card or like uh, an SSD for its emulate as its storage. Cause you can't, they might, someone might sell a thing that lets you use carts. I don't know. I don't, know a lot on the mister because i don't own one and i don't particularly want to yeah i have no need for one of those but i you know i see i see this as potentially something cool if like it was a reasonable price so what else you got for me tabby yeah that's all i got on the polymega and so all my news. we haven't talked about it. This one's a little big. The Microsoft and Z- and Bethesda Zenimax merger is through. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone expected otherwise. But it's nice to finally know for sure. Yeah, I, there there was always potential with this being such a large buyout. It's you know the, the largest in the, no, there wasn't. In the industry. No, there wasn't. There, you don't know what happens in the court systems. Sue me. I know this um, doesn't happen. Me. Please don't sue me. I bet you I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please direct your lawsuits to Tabby Nickel. Um, but yeah, it's it's finally through. They had a little press thing today that Noel said don't watch because it's kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I can talk about the like roundtable a little bit. Like it was Todd Howard being on stage, which I was giddy to see. Uh, I just miss Todd nice Howard. To Howard. I miss, I miss E3, guys. Anyway, um, yeah, no, it was a lot of them just once again confirming that they will 
you know, conforming once again. They've said this multiple times over the past however long that they will like uh, honor all current exclusives, uh, like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo will remain PS5 exclusives. They've also like timed, specifically mentioned, yeah, t- they are timed exclusives, but still, they're they're honoring that, which is something. That's uh, nice, at least. And uh, they were specifically saying that they were looking to get a lot more Game Pass exclusives out of Bethesda. Uh, that's obviously the most like vague thing they could be saying, but. They've been very vague with this in general. What Microsoft yeah. vague? No. But they and and to to just like I'm going to tell you when I turned the roundtable off. It is I mean they they oh, kind of How can no, you say it's bad then? Saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not worth watching if you care about like video game news. Um <laughs> but they specifically said like they were trying to like one of the Bethesda guys is trying to like, you know, suss out a little bit of information from the Microsoft guys to uh, be like, hey, can we give them anything? And they're like, haha, no, wait no, till the we're end. Microsoft. We don't tell you anything ever. We don't, we don't have yeah, anything. We don't have news. Check out um, the Xbox Series X fridge. <laughs> it's they said that you can expect to hear things uh, by the end of summer about like specifically Bethesda and that's so fucking long from now. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's that's basically why. This this roundtable is if if you care about news, it's not really wh- wh- worth watching. If you care about like Phil Spencer and Todd Howard sitting in the same room, I guess watch it. Well, it, <laughs> but, is, is, is Phil Spencer were they wearing even masks? There? No, they weren't. No. Is Phil Spencer there? Because I I know Maybe they're, they're probably all vaccinated, right? They're like high what, class. What was what was Phil's graphic tee for this uh for this event? Fuck, I don't know. I, I didn't. Even he see- always wears a graphic tee with a sports coat. I didn't see Phil there. I, I only saw um, Aaron Greenberg and then the Microsoft VP that looks like he wants to kill himself every single time he's on stage. I don't know who that is. Uh, I, he's he's like a he's like a like a above Xbox level exec that just is like happens. oh like Microsoft Microsoft like Microsoft Microsoft that is like like he like leads that division but he doesn't work on it's like he has he has no idea what. He's he's the step above Aaron Greenberg. Yeah, he's the step above Aaron Greenberg, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't really know any Xbox execs except for Phil uh, Spencer. Phil Phil Spencer was wearing a Skyrim tee. I knew it. I it knew was, he was it wearing was, a fucking t-shirt. Fuck yeah. It was it's the Dragonborn uh logo in Skyrim. That's that's what it is on, on a black tee. And he's Remember when he wore that uh, Psychonauts tee when he announced that they bought Double Fine? That was pretty funny. I'm I'm curious to what you guys uh, think of, like I I think it's pretty safe to assume that Elder Scrolls Six is going to release on Sony platforms. Are you asking us for wild speculation? I'm not asking for wild speculation. I'm very good at that. <laughs> I'm I'm asking for one specific wild speculation: Starfield. Do you think is Starfield that going to be, will an be Xbox exclusive? Do, do you think it'll be? Uh, well, they, be a, he said they said it would be. Exclusive to to uh, things to that run devices Game Pass. with Game Pass yes. is what he said because it, it's never a straight answer with this man. Yeah, so it's like that would be like Xbox, Xbox X, like X Cloud. I'm saying X, Xbox as, as Xbox branding, like win, like Windows. Um, is a, 
I think so. I don't. Uh, weren't there rumors that Sony was trying to get it, get it exclusive? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if they're trying to like really sell Game Pass, which they are really trying to sell Game Pass, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say it is going to be Xbox exclusive. Um, um, please, it's if probably... you're watching this in the future. You can just throw egg like right on my face when I'm wrong, but I I believe that it, it will be Game Pass exclusive. I'm I'm glad we're all on the same page for this one. I don't really see any reason to believe otherwise. Yeah. Uh, what would really what would really make me shit my pants though is if The Elder Scrolls Six <laughs> was was exclusive. That like, would be insane. I, I that would be the real that. Game Pass. I don't think so. they can do that. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was uh, I was looking at this earlier, um, and I mentioned it to Noel, but not not on on record. Um, so they put out like pretty much every Bethesda game from seventh gen forward as now available on Game Pass. Which yeah, is only like seventeen games. It's a lot smaller than I thought for that company. Um, but well, th- those are developed and published, right? Yes. So you get like the arcane games too. That's nice, yeah. I guess. Uh, one thing I thought was very, very funny is every single game is available on console or PC Game Pass. Some are available on their streaming service as well. But the only one that's not available on PC is Fallout New Vegas. What? Why? <laughs> I don't. I. I, I mean, I, I have it already. I, everybody I own has it. it actually, everybody I, has yeah. the best Fallout game already. Is this is this the is this the hidden jab at, at Obsidian that's just like, oh man, fuck I've, Obsidian. So, so Ooh, but I, they own Obsidian. I was, it I doesn't was matter, say, dude. Was, They're I, like, they literally own Obsidian. them. I, I, I said that once the once the merger like was first announced. I was like, did Sony rumored, buy them? No, Microsoft did. What? Was oh, are we gonna be able to actually get a new New Vegas game? Is Microsoft gonna let Obsidian work on the Fallout property? No, they're making Avowed. Is that what it's called? Making the Outer Worlds too. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't make the Outer Worlds too. Make a different game. Like the Outer Worlds is so disappointing. Was, was that Sony exclusive? No, that nope. was Microsoft. That was. That released that was, on Game Pass. That's how everyone I know played it. Yeah. I played it for $1. Same. You ever see the Switch port of that game? It's insane. There's a Switch Insanely port of that game? bad. <laughs> it's that no game, panic button port, that's for sure. <laughs> that game also published by Private Division. The fuck is Private Division? Am I supposed to know them? They're a newer publisher. I don't remember everything that they've, like, their history behind them. Well, apparently they're shitty. Uh, yeah, they kind of are. Um, sorry for those mouse clicks and all. Uh, um, but, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I'm very curious to see where this is going to go in the future, because I feel like Bethesda always releases, like, one game a year. Sometimes two. And I'm sometimes curious none. if Microsoft's going to try to push that up more didn't they say they were going to be hands off with them I don't believe it's Microsoft I know I'm just kind of taking them hopefully by the, by their word. the thing is is like from what I understand from from the read I had on the room at that round table it did seem like Bethesda was working closely with Microsoft for a while before this anyway yeah it's not like they were ever not wasn't Morrowind Xbox exclusive for a bit? Yeah. Like to consoles? I was so mad because I had a PS2 and my cousin had an Xbox. I had to go over to his house to play it. 
and he lived two, he lived two hours away. Was Morrowind the game that shut itself off during loading some loading screens, or was that Oblivion? Yes. Yeah. No, that was Morrowind. Yeah. What a fucking wild story. Um, I'm gonna go through the last of my news here because it's just a couple small things. Uh, a modder for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, gave like Pyron Mithra exaggerated jiggle physics on their on their Based. womanly parts. Uh, very funny. Somebody like got got mad and added Nintendo and was like, "Hey, get rid of this!" And then Nintendo got rid of this. I'm <laughs> um, sure that at helped. Yeah, and not just the general publicity of the mod. As someone with jiggle physics, I do not approve of that mod being removed. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> uh, very very funny. Maybe Nintendo Nintendo is trying to poach this guy. Oh, you think Nintendo hired this man? I think Nintendo may have hired this man. They're recreating what they did with the Super FX chip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is this guy's the new Dylan Cuthbert. <laughs> um, and that's a small thing. And then the other small thing is that uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne, um. It got like a tiny update in its rating from the original version of it. Uh, the original version was rated M for mature with blood, intense violence, language, and sexual themes. The remaster, however, is rated M for mature with blood, sexual themes, strong language, violence, and partial nudity. And <laughs> they did this really funny like write up on the ESRB website. I just I just thought it was really silly. I'm gonna read part of it, but it's like. This game contains some sexual material, topless female demons, a demonic creature with a phallic-shaped head and torso, (laughs) demons with suggestive traits referenced in text, e.g. succubus, they visit women in their sleep and have sexual intercourse with them. Like their mother, they have sex with men at night. The victims won't wake up during sex. The word fuck is heard in the game. Wait, what? When? <laughs> the word "fuck" is heard in the game. I can't wait to. I can't wait to find out when who says "fuck," because I don't remember that last time I played it. I mean, there's no voice acting. So this is this is like ESRB not being able to handle um, Demi Fiend's uh, nipples in full HD, right? That's what I was gonna. That's why I was like, <laughs> I'm surprised this didn't get partial nudity the first time it came around. Not even just because of Demi Fiend, who. who who is like topless the entire game and he's a guy so like no one cares but but you know like ishtar or whatever and i think scathatch no 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 not scathatch lilith lilith is literally naked and there's just a snake covering her like nipples (laughs) and 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 vagina and ishtar is ishtar is naked but you know you don't see nipples or anything because it's just uh she just has like a, a stripe pattern over her entire body but she's very well endowed and yeah. uh and my favorite one is satan um yes look up satan in shin megami tensei uh because satan literally has six pairs of tits <laughs> i'm not joking this is the this is the journalism not a guaranteed reminder that if you are not mature 17 plus do not look these things up because yeah don't look them up don't, don't. SRB says so. Play Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne, though. It's a good Was game. Was Persona 5 teen? No, no. Persona games never been. They're always been M. They're always M. All, okay. all Mega 10 games have been like M forever because of this shit. 
I think one, I think I was reading, like, I, I think some of the, like, European, like, what are they, Peggy? Peggy no. 12. Wait, no, they're not Peggy. Wait, yeah, yeah they are Peggy. Peggy. Yeah, I think Peggy, Peggy 10. I think Peggy did an oopsie and, and rated a couple of them T for teen, but I don't, that's neither here nor there. I, I don't actually have that pulled up, so I don't specifically remember. But uh, yeah, that's my news. I just wanted to say funny phallic shaped head and torso. Well, the thing is also with uh, the ESRB rating is that it probably means that the game's coming out stateside soon. Yeah. yeah uh, they said, I thought they said like. They said uh, it, it, had a, it had a vague release date of like, I believe spring 2021. So we're going to get it in June. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And now, now it has a vague release date of soon because it got an ESRB TM. rating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully they patch it a little more. Uh, it's still a little rough, I hear. But um, they I'm still, the I'm still gonna pick it up. No, they're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fix the music. They're definitely not gonna do that. Yeah. The thing is with the music is um, sorry to go on about this, but uh, but the the music in Nocturne ha- is dynamic depending on the uh, they're depending on something called the the Kagetsuchi phase. So in like the top. The top left of the screen, there's like eight phases of basically a moon, and uh, depending on depending on what phase of the moon uh, is going on, it's a different song or different uh, variation on the battle theme. Like it'll have a different guitar solo and stuff at certain points. I never even noticed this until like after I beat the game and saw people talking about this online. But it's a really cool feature. Have you played Devil? Have you played Devil May Cry Five? No, I haven't. It's like that. It's it's like that. That's how the system works. Where you do big combo, the song starts screaming "Devil Trigger." That's it's kind of like it's kind of like that. But like that, I, I believe the reason one, I believe that that's the reason why the battle themes in the original Nocturne are so compressed because you know they have to have uh, so many battle themes because it's because they have multiple battle themes variations on those battle themes, so they compress the music on the PS2 disc. Now I believe the reason why they never they they're not going to fix it is because I I just don't I don't think they have those tracks anymore. Like they might have like one version of it, but I don't know if they have the the other ones. I I guess they could recreate them, but can't, can't they hire funny Twitter OST guy to to just redo them? Which one? Who do you mean? A Family Guy. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm not talking about Hideki Nogan. No, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, they still like. I'm pretty sure Shoji Maguro did the did most of the songs for Nocturne, and he still works there. So I guess he could. Uh, they could like knock on his door when he's oh. when he's done working on Re- Project Refantasy or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, can you like do those Nocturne solos again?" <laughs> I'm sure it's just too expensive for them to re-record yeah, it, all this it's, stuff. He turns around in his chair. I've been waiting my entire life for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more thing before we move on from Nocturne. Um, what what are the things called that uh, give Demi Fiend his like like new skills? They're called Magatama. No. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, no, Null and Toya, friend of the show, gave me shit when I made my JRPG video, and I called the um, Magatamas. I called the Magatamas Magatamas. <laughs> and I, that's just what I fucking called them ever since I played Phoenix Wright, and those because those are in that game too. Hey, what's that? Um, what's that one uh, anime you like about like the something galaxy? Oh yeah, the uh oh now now I'm self conscious about it because uh, the ta- the. 
Tatami Galaxy, right? You said Tatami Galaxy? Yeah, Tatami Galaxy it's, it's, is how it is what I would say. Yeah, that's how t- I would call it. It's Tatami. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um so I'll, I'll, I'll Bake Monogatari. <laughs> oh god. Uh I'll let me just run through the last couple pieces of news that I have and then uh we'll take you back. And then we the get past. to the good shit. Um so <laughs> uh Da, 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 da. Dota Underlords has lost 97% of its player base. Uh, what is Dota Underlords? Dota, Dota Underlords is you remember Auto Chess? Yes. So this was the so so you had Dota Auto Chess originally which was a mod which is always a funny thing in my mind. Uh, they then left Dota Auto Chess to go make their own Auto Chess which is bad uh, and Valve decided well tactics. No, 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 no. It's called Auto Chess. No, that's, League, it's, that's it's a, Riot's it's a, it's League of Legends okay. one. That's the one that blew yeah. up, and I'll get to that in a second. I thought they got poached by Riot. No. Um, this isn't 2011. Um, so so Valve, Valve made Dota Underlords. It was fine. It was one of the first ones to release, so it had a lot of big play. It had a lot of people playing it originally. Then Auto Chess and Team Fight Tactics released around the same time. Team Fight Tactics is the League of Legends version of it. Auto, uh, Auto Chess was the branded one by that mod development team. Valve did reach out to that mod development team and ask them to make Dota Underlords, but they said, no, we want to do our own IP, which I get. Uh, that, I think, is like maintains a steady player base, mostly due to the Asian markets that really do like it. Um, Dota Underlords has a lot of issues, that, and that's the reason why people don't play it, but... They haven't been like supporting it, right? That was That's what I heard for the reason why... Uh, why people haven't been playing this anymore is that they haven't really been keeping up with the meta yeah and that's it's it's gotten stale compared to something like team fight tactics which changes every couple weeks the meta and is also integrated into the league client and everybody knows league players are addicted so um yep that's true that's basically the gist of that i just found it funny because artifact died last week and now another valve game in the last couple of years that was made in the last couple of years is dead hopefully Stay tuned I- next week when tf2 dies for real <laughs> for <laughs> the, real the this ser- time the guys servers burned down. yeah the servers burned down um da, 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 da. uh this one's a little funny um square not square oh, no i'll save that one for the end um star citizen uh, is based in their company CIG is based in Texas and Kotaku wrote this whole article on um, how that per a an anonymous source from an employee on there they were forcing them to work during their snowstorm and that where people didn't have power for two weeks or they were forcing them to use their PTO and stuff like that and multiple CIG employees as well as people who uh, my dad's uncle's brother is a CIG employee kind of people are saying that's not what the company culture is like from what I've heard. From what I've heard, it was get out, get hours in if you can, but your safety is your first priority. Um, so what I don't understand is why we're even talking about Star Citizen on this gaming podcast, because Star Citizen isn't a game, right? It's like a scam. Well, you remember that I, thing you said? I played it. Do you remember that thing you said earlier? You can play it? Do you remember? Do you remember that thing you said earlier about how Tabby is everything wrong with the gaming industry? <laughs> oh no! How much money, how many Tabby? Ships, how many ships did you buy? I, I've gotten the game gifted to me. No money okay. spent, but okay. I have. I have the game. I, I own the base game. I haven't put any money into any additional ships. I only have a base Mustang. I was um, worried that you were just going to be like. So I have a house. The friend who gifted it to me Star is dumped. Ten, the friend who gifted it to me is dumped. I think ten grand into, into the game. This is one of your 
trading card friends, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. Different friend. Entirely different. Oh, I meant like from the game store. No, no, no. I'm not going to go into how I know this person, though. Yeah. Um, no, me, me, and, me, me and a friend, uh, they had like a free weekend or something, so we like hopped in and played a little bit of it. And that game, and I wish it would like come out. <laughs> like even if even in its current state, I would play it if it came out. If they were just like, yeah, this is like early access, and uh, you know, well, we're working on it. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it what it is that, right that's now. That's what it is. Like, like they're on alpha, like three point six or whatever right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I wish there was like a roadmap to the future where it wasn't like. Where it was like, okay, this game is going to... I know, there is a road map. It's more like a star map. No, no. Constellation. They have a road map they don't even follow. Uh, Squadron 42 was supposed to release last... Uh, no, 2019. Uh, that is their single-player campaign. It's all. It's a single-player first-person shooter set in the Star Citizen universe. It's supposed to be like Wing Commander, right? Because that's like the guy who works on Star Citizen... Yeah, ba- basically. It was essentially supposed to be a, a gameplay demo for what you can do when you're docking people's ships in the full game. Hell yeah, um, brother. But it... Who knows when it's actually going to come out. I get emails every day for it, though. Edward whatever. I don't actually... I can't Snowden. remember that. Scissor hands. No, what is... It's it's like something Edward something with this game. I don't know. I can't remember. I only know Chris Roberts. That's like the only name I know. Yeah. And I don't even think he works on the project anymore. Yeah. Um. So I just wish that they would like, you know, be like, "Hey, we're gonna do this thing," and then they would like actually do it instead of be like, "Okay, this is like our roadmap," but like every single like dot along this roadmap, we're gonna like be like, "Hey, we're gonna like do this like really unreasonable addition to the game as well." So we're gonna like divert a bunch of time and effort into that. It's kind of like if Yandere Sim got a billion dollars. Oh no. I mean, it is. It's kind of like the same story. Uh, I, I I find it on this final side tangent before I move on to something else. Uh, it's very but funny that that yeah, Star Citizen is actually like fun to play though, yes. even in its current oh, yes. state. <laughs> Unlike Yandere um, Sim. Well, I I find it very funny that Yandere Sim's only claim to fame will ever be appearing in a Denzel Curry music video for about five seconds. Which song? Ultimate? Uh, no, it's um. The vengeance from a uh, hit from the uh, Clout Cobain. No, the album has Clout Cobain on it. It's a good song. I only know ultimate. It's got it's got JPEG <laughs> Mafia on it. Me, me, Smash player. Me only know ultimate. I am the one don't need a son. <laughs> and so the last Fuck thing you, no. that I'm going to talk about um, is Square Enix is doing a showcase. In spring 2021, I think they said, actually, I think they gave it March 18th. So we'll talk about it next week. Um, and I was like, oh, we'll Squ- Square Enix, we'll watch it. Well, seven. Yeah, we'll cover it. It's, it's going to be covering. It, it literally is going to be on recording day. So, yeah, we'll cover it. Um, well, I was just, I was making a joke that there's not going to show anything cool. Well, it's because they're not. Um, so what do you mean? Just is, Cause Mobile is on there. Well, it, that's what I was going to get to. This is their <laughs> Western dev plus um, plus Balan Wonderland section. Uh, Balan Wonderland, from what I've heard, is bad. Like, beyond belief bad. And yeah, I've not heard good things about Balan Wonderland. Also, but, you're call- it's Wonder World. 
Not Wonderland. <laughs> Dead Man Wonderland, your anime brain is coming out, Tabby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but they're going to be showing off uh, footage for the all-new Life is Strange game. Can't wait to play that and make fun of it. Is this the first time we're hearing about a new Life is Strange? Since 2, yeah, because they've made a, Don't Nod's made a couple other games. Yeah, they made Tell Me Why... Can you jog my memory and tell me what Life is Strange has to do with Square Enix? They published it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do they just publish Don't Nod games, right? They don't. Yeah. Do they own them? I don't think so. Uh, that seems like no, because because Tell Me Why wasn't Squeenix. It wasn't. So, but wouldn't so. it be cool if there was like a cloud crossover? <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool. No, oh, no, 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 no. You, I have to talk about this. Um. Uh. So in. Uh, Life is Strange 1, there's a character, Wallace, oh. I think is his name. I know what you're talking about. Um, Wall- Wallace has a poster for Final Fantasy VII Advent Children on his wall. Wait, oh. wait, I thought you were going to talk, because no, doesn't, doesn't Max have a Spirits Within poster on her wall? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I, I yeah, remember yeah. Advent Children. Ah, don't worry. <laughs> it's, um, it's Spirits Within. She's like, the movie's totally underrated. Like, uh, f- fun fact about Life is Strange, uh, I bought and played that game to try to impress a girl. Did you do <laughs> it? Not a ge- no. Um, uh, I just instead uh, got uh, really into like one song from the soundtrack for you like know, a year. I really got into the, I really got into the front bottoms to impress a girl, and I feel like that's a similar story. Yeah, that's an L. The front bottoms is better than Life is Strange, though. Um, sure. Debatable. So they they also said that they are uh, it, there's a the big thing on this is like you know Outriders who cares Marvel's Avengers who cares Tomb Raider 25th God, anniversary who cares? who cares Just Cause Mobile who cares Balan Wonderworld who cares Please uh, delay it uh, otherwise who cares <laughs> Please delay it and remake the game um, Yeah try again <laughs> Square Enix Montreal <laughs> is going to be showing off a a new game which is very exciting because Square Enix Montreal has kind of just been develop pushed into the um games as a service realm didn't they make deus ex yeah and then they've been a support studio for outriders marvel's avengers tomb raider games that kind of stuff okay that is exciting it doesn't just say a new square enix montreal game it says square new square enix montreal games plural yeah i don't know that's actually worrying that's worrying um but yeah it's gonna be funny We'll watch it, and then I think we will be discussing it on next week's episode. Yeah, I'll watch yeah, it on 1.25 speed. Speaking of next I'll week. I'll listen to it. What about last week? And I want to tie into this um, uh, this because Wario64 replied this in the same thread of our news from the past. We're um, going back. Today, today marks the one year anniversary of E3 being canceled. March 11th, 2020 GameSpot reported E3 was officially cancelled Oh man Let's go Fucking sucks dude Uh, And I think today was also the first day The US government recognized the coronavirus pandemic In the state Hey that's Uh, not video games But it's still related It's also not monetization friendly Not that our channel has that Um, Is it really? I said fuck a lot so we already lost that. I'm sorry. This was like an early thing. I don't know if they still do it, but you, yeah, you were getting demonetized if you said coronavirus. 
on a beer. Kuwu Kuwu Vaiwa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, I want on Kawona Vaiwas. Oh, um, sorry. One last thing on this Enix thing I just saw in the comments that it's making me angry now. Um, hey, uh, idiots, don't ask for near automata and or or near gameplay or uh, Tuwi Neo. Like this is very clearly a primarily focused on the Western devs. Okay, but I do want to see more of the world ends with you, Neo. I need to play the first game first. Me I mean, too. People, just, but, uh, people just see Squeenix and their eyes turn red and their mouth starts foaming. It's the same thing true. with like Nintendo fans. It's true. I get really mad when I see Square Enix. <laughs> like fucking livid, as you can tell. Uh, I'll take... With you? With you. I'll take one. When did that come um, out? When can I talk about the world ends with you? On March 6th, 2001, the game was released in North America for the Sony PlayStation 2. That game was the first Square Enix game on the PS2. A landmark. And it had characters designed by Tetsuya Mora. This Created game was... By, um... Uh, what was this? What was like the subsidiary of Square Enix that made it? N- no idea. Uh I I used to know the name. Wasn't that wasn't that Square Soft still at the time? It was still Square Soft, but it was like it was some other it was some other like subsidiary that they 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 they, they like specialized in like visuals. I think they made I I think they also made Air Gaze. Uh, all right, now I'm just gonna look this up. But what game are you talking about, Noel? The video game I am speaking of is called The Bouncer. The Bouncer. The Bouncer. Made by Dream Factory. Dream, Dream Factory. Factory. Okay, cool. I um, love The Bouncer. It's terrible. I, I don't have anything to say about uh, The Bouncer except I love the main character's name. I can't remember or it right Sion, now. Sion Barzad. Sion Barzad. Because uh, I, I can't. I don't want to like look into it before I review it. Is the thing so? But I oh, know it's I can't a very wait for the bouncer review. It's a very meme worthy game, and uh, I think it holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Can I talk about my favorite character in the bouncer? Volt what, what your character? I was. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> wait, what's his name? Volt Kruger, and yes, Volt he has Kruger. spiky yellow hair. <laughs> He's so fucking cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> so, so my bouncer. <laughs> My hashtag bouncer story <laughs> starts um, like years ago. I think I was watching a happy video game nerd video where he mentioned he mentioned off offhand about the bouncer. This is the second time he's come up, I think, right? Because he came up last week. Don't call him by his dead name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Derek Alexander like mentioned the bouncer offhand in one of his reviews. <laughs> no, I was like looking at me funny. Uh, he mentioned the bouncer offhand in one of the one of his reviews, and just like flippantly said, like, "Oh yeah, the game's bad." And, but, <laughs> and, like it was caught. It was like the he said it was like the first Square Enix game, and I I saw no footage of the bouncer or like anything of it. So for years, I just assumed that the bouncer was like this this realistic game where you just played as like a nightclub bouncer <laughs> in like a suit or whatever. I didn't ima- I didn't expect 
that you i mean you are a bouncer i guess yeah, <laughs> in <are>. like the <laughs> most in in the sense that like samus is a bounty hunter <laughs> but like <laughs> he looks like fucking sora he's he's just ti- he's time skip sora dude I, I would argue that the, the bouncer character designs are like Tetsuya Nomura as most unhinged. I don't think, I think it, it never got better or worse, depending on how, how you feel about Tetsuya Nomura than, than the fucking bouncer. <laughs> what an unhinged game. Uh, here, uh, Noel, I'm going to post you an image of Volt Kruger, by the way, just so you really know what's going on. Should you even um, show him Volt Kruger? I think he needs to. I think he needs no, to not know. No, he needs to see Volt Kruger. <laughs> All right, he can see cool. him, but he can't know. He can't know anything about him. No, that's can fine. Still, yeah, can can he know about 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 the female character? Who? Oh, you, uh, you can tell dude. me your name at least. Dominique. Oh, Dominique. Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> he says Fuck that you. line a but like that specific like cadence. Good Very old cool. Sion Barzad. We gotta. We we. We gotta get this bouncer review out. That's yeah, gotta it's, happen. it's 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 in the works. It's there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen before the bouncer yeah. review, though. It's gotta so. be special. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I love the logo for the bouncer. Oh, it's the so ba- good. The bouncer has so much flair to it. Like it does. Know, it unironically looks pretty good i uh, legitimately and i think that game would have held up better and also probably reviewed better if it didn't have the pressure gimmick of the game oh what, it uses the analog buttons so it uses analog buttons so if you want to do a light attack you have to tap the button yeah but so does evergrace and people love that game so uh, does metal gear solid too pe- people people like those games because they're from people that they care about not from the guy who wears shorts to kingdom hearts three press conferences <laughs> i love tetsuya nomura i understand why a lot of people hate him but also those people are wrong because i think kingdom hearts is uh, has too complicated of lore uh i just don't play kingdom hearts just, just play it it's good yeah i got the paupu fruit and then i gave up Jack, what do you what do you got going on okay uh so I didn't get off the island what do you got, Tech? <laughs> I actually got the Traverse Town, but um, all right. Uh, in 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 keeping with uh with game releases, uh, Super Mario RPG came out uh this week in 1996. Also a Square, also a Square game. Actually, I didn't even I didn't even realize that until uh until just now. But yeah, uh, Super Mario RPG. Uh, Tavi is lip syncing the classic song <laughs> that that uh that is. It's a, like pre brental floss. Uh, beware the forest mushroom, <laughs> Super Mario. RPG. No, that's, that's not what I was referencing. I was oh, referencing, what are you doing? Uh, Nirvana, the band, the show, the Wii Shop. Uh, oh, Super yeah, Mario yeah, yeah. RPG. <laughs> yeah, that, that, Legend that. of Zelda, Donkey Kong Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, Mario RPG. Um, personally, it's a game I actually never played until uh the Wii Shop channel, uh, like, years later. Because um, I, I never had a cart of it at the time, and I'm definitely not going to get one now because it's too fucking expensive. But, um... Somebody crowdfund this man in uh, an RPG Mario. <laughs> I, uh... It's it's the first Mario RPG in a long... in a long-running uh, series of well-beloved Mario RPGs. Some people like this one the most. Uh, 
I think the graphics. Uh, I, I personally don't like it the most. I think it's. I think it's very much the first Mario RPG in a lot of ways. But it is still. It, it is a really cool game. Like I like the graphics even to this day. I think they look pretty cool. Like uh, th- they have like an aesthetic to them. Uh, the music is top fucking notch. Uh, obviously, it's Yoko Shimomura. Uh, you know, everyone likes everyone likes Geno and all that shit. Uh, the story is like pretty, yeah, and all shaking their head. But you know, he's cool. He's cool. Everyone likes him. Uh, the the characters in general in Mario RPG, it's it, it's just kind of like it was one of the first Mario games to really sort of be like. To, to really prove that Mario as a setting can be more than what it than what it is uh arguably nowadays and was back then like like you can really flesh out that world with a lot of really unique stuff and I think uh, Mario RPG was was like a, a a testament to that now um square actually the 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 developers of Mario RPG eventually like left Square and formed their own company. Uh, they uh, Alpha Dream, and Alpha Dream were responsible for the Mario and Luigi games. So uh, that's something I actually didn't know for a long time. Uh, but it actually makes sense that uh, that the people who made the Mario and Luigi games made Mario RPG instead of Paper Mario. You know, I, I feel like Mario RPG has more in common with Mario and Luigi than Paper Mario, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, have any of you played Super Mario RPG? I like very briefly. I've I like picked yeah. it up for a little bit. The thing is, is like you know me, no toxicity, known enjoyer of RPGs and JRPGs. Don't lie. I think about you it. might would kind of like this one because it has the it has the timed hits mechanic, which kind of timed gets... hits are cool. But also, like I played P- Paper Mario for timed hits, you know. I, I, I do think I I like Paper Mario more than Mario RPG. Yeah. I might like play it yeah. as like may, maybe like one day I'll be like, hmm, old Nintendo game uh, that I would like to sink many hours into. Okay, Super Mario RPG. You know, maybe maybe someday I'll like look back on it and do that. But as for now, I don't really have too much reason to mess with it beyond what I've already messed with it, you know? Uh I like the game. I haven't played it in eight years. Something it's like been that. a while for me as well. When yeah. did the Wii Shop come out with it? Roughly around then is when I played it. I think around like 2009 or 2010. It surprisingly, it's also on the the SNES Classic. Yeah, Must have been like sense. what? Which I'm like sure you 10 have back then. How mu- what? You're like ten back then, Tabby. No, in 2010, she would have been thirteen. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm just, I'm just, I'm just poking. You made me think for a second. I was gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gun. Like, was Wait, I ten? Was I ten? Am I 18 years old right now? I'm not. I'm not talking about this on recording. I'll tell you guys later. Um, yeah, I like the game. Uh, I, I, I was thinking about it when you had said it earlier. I do think I like Paper Mario more than I like Super Mario RPG. I think um, most people do. But there's still like a small diehard. I think it's important for what it did, but it's definitely not like the best Super Mario RPG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I'd agree. Um, it's uh, it's so cool. It's still a cool game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have you go again, Tech, though, because you have one extra piece of news than me and Tabby. 
So go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to do this one before I do the second news because because uh, this the, the this one I'm about to talk about is is probably a little quicker than the other one. Uh, Depeche Mode has announced uh, back in I believe 2005 uh, that they are they recorded a simlish version of their song Suffer Well for Sims 2 Open for Business. Now, Suffer Well is a single off of Depeche Mode's 2005 record, Playing the Angel. Uh, very good album, actually. You wouldn't think so, because it's a Depeche Mode album from the 2000s, but pretty fucking good. And uh, that's a good song. I have not listened to the Simlish version, but I'm sure it's fucking wonderful. <laughs> listen, we need to... We gotta listen to it, and like... I'll put a comment in the thing giving my opinion and then you two can like comment your opinions on it after that like in the comments to that comment we can, just, we can do that um, geez, I, I saw you put that in there and I was like it's the most tech thing I think that will ever be in the news <laughs> Simlish. what's really funny is I as I stumbled up uh, onto this by accident uh, first of all shout out Shout out to the fucking IGN for existing for so long and being high profile for so long so that we can find news from them. Uh, Isn't <laughs> I like found IGN this... regarded as like bad now? Yeah. I mean, they always kind of have been. Yeah. But, but they uh, have news. But, but, they ha- but they are a games news site yeah, I that has existed. Like, I want to I try to like like branch out and like find like, like more like magazines and stuff like that because... I don't like that like half of our stuff is like web web archive ign.com slash articles. I, yeah, I know. It, it, I, I think this is something it, it's it's something that's going to expand. Yeah. I, uh, and some I of think those, we're going to get better at over listen, time. It, the problem with like old magazines is that it's monthly, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm Instead sure we of, can like do a little bit more research, but regardless, it's it's just funny to me cuz like looking at some of those IGN articles are just very, very fun. I found a really funny um, PlayStation. I, I found a very funny Modern Warfare 2 map ad that was on uh, IGN. I posted it on my Twitter. But it's just, it's like, are you suffering from mapathy? <laughs> like, <laughs> we have the solution coming this March. I'm like, oh my God. journalism is fucking wild. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very funny. All right, what do you got, Tabby? All right. So, uh, speaking of uh, classics of uh, a variety of franchises from Square Enix releasing on a variety of platforms, uh, the PSP was announced on March 10th, 2005. Uh, Originally known for being uh, the more powerful handheld in the handheld market comparatively to Nintendo's and other lesser companies' uh, handheld releases, like the N-Gage... Um, and yeah, so the PSP was, at least for me, it was something that was very like pivotal to playing games because it was, uh, it really opened up me to start playing a lot of the PS1 games because it had the digital storefront on there with, with them on there. And so that's how I experienced a lot of this stuff. No, but by the time I got one, it was available. You know, so I, I, um, I actually, when I was younger, I had I had stolen one of my friend's PSPs. Uh, I mean, he only had one. I had stolen his PSP. Borrowed it, um, definitely. For the express purpose of, like, 
yo, this is like mobile and it has a web browser. I'm oh, a horny teenager. Comes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like the Express Pro, I didn't care about the video games. I was like, holy shit, dude, this shit has a browser on it. What the fuck? I can't believe you fell into the <laughs> Fox News PSP sex article. Yes, no, sorry, no, 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 it was it was Xbox sex. It was porno on your PSPs was yeah. the name of an article. <laughs> um no, that Fucking was like wild. I I had eventually given it back one way or another. It, it was just like a really weird thing. It's just like 100% for the purposes of of being a horny teenager and wanting smut. No interest in it, like video game wise at all. Uh, when when was the news? When when was it revealed that the PSP could be used as a makeshift projectile launcher? <laughs> oh, you, you shoot the UMD disc out of it. Yes. Um, I still you, you squeeze never it. Actually, you squeeze it. So you haven't seen it. I've never seen that actually. Have I've seen the one? I saw one video online of somebody who's just playing and it randomly ejects out. It doesn't look like he's squeezing it, but I haven't seen anybody actually no, squeeze like, their you, PSP. You do, you do like a squeeze and like a, like a twist almost, and it just goes, like goes See, flying. I, I, I was going to try that. I tested that with my broken PSP, and I couldn't get it to work. Well, because it was broken. Well, you're, no, you're it's not just getting the, the functionality. The screen doesn't work. Um. I do want to say, I just want to mention uh, one thing on the PSP had a great tagline as well. Wi-Fi, hi-fi, sci-fi. That's so early uh, 2000s advertising core. And I when did they it. change it? Is the PSP high fidelity? Uh, it's a pretty it, big screen. It, it, it's it's a weird 480p esque resolution. So no, 480p high fidelity. <laughs> it was back then for handheld. Yeah, it was, I guess it, so. it was high fidelity compared to the fucking DS. That's for sure. Yeah. the The PSP. Uh, I was never really interested in the PSP because you know I was a Nintendo baby, so I had a DS, and I was fine with that. But uh, what was it? I think um, I saw someone uh, like uh, someone came over to my house once, and they had a PSP Go with. Mega Man Maverick Hunter X. And this is the first I ever heard of that game. And this was like 20, almost 2009, 2010 or something. And it was, it was Mega Man X, but it was in 3D. So it was fucking cool. And Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, we need to get a PSP. (laughs) So we actually did. We got one like a little while, like after. And, uh, one thing we found out the hard way is that, uh, PSPs need, uh, proprietary memory cards that don't come with the system. The memory Uh, sticks memory sticks yes uh they are bullshit so we played maverick hunter x without saves for a while and you know it's not that bad it's Mega Man x it doesn't take that long to beat and whatnot another uh another thing have you guys heard about um psp batteries recently so yeah i um i actually that's the reason why my psp doesn't work is it destroyed the internals of it and i bought a new PSP to remedy that and it pretty much works. Um, so no. Um a lot of articles started coming out back in like I think summer of 2020 where just all of a sudden PSP batteries, like the stock batteries that the 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 consoles came with, the portables came with, they just started leaking. Yeah. All, all like a, like so Sony hit the fucking 
activated the 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 time the time <laughs> the delay switch. on the on their Sony on on their Sony PSP batteries because they you 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 would open them up and they're like expanded they're expanded a yeah. bit and they and you know they they leak into the system itself and they corrode it yeah uh, our PSP is broken it does not work anymore yes. the battery uh, has has ruined it very PSA- nice very cool. A PSA to anyone who owns electronics, which is everybody, if you are going to, like, stop using, like, a piece of electronic media that has batteries in it or a battery, remove the battery from it because that battery is a time bomb that will destroy your device. It'll either destroy your device or make a very annoying cleanup job for you. So... I, you can always replace the battery. You cannot replace a lot of the internals that could get like messed up. So I um, uh, used to uh, work at a hobby shop, and I had to deal with people bringing in puffed and exploded lipo batteries every single day. That shit will also burn down your house, even with small batteries. So please be careful about maintaining your batteries as well. Yeah. Um, the, and make sure to dispose of them at the proper recyclable uh, re- recycle centers. You don't that... e- you you don't even have to recycle them. Just discharge them in salt water, and you're good. That's all really? you need to do. You can throw That's them in the garbage after that. Yep, discharge them in salt water. Shit. Okay. Because the reason why you want to go to a recycling place is because generally when it has, like, if, when it goes into a trash compactor. It's gonna explode, and it I've seen it happen. Out, I've seen it happen out of garbage trucks. It's kind of cool. Um, uh, fun fun fact: a double A battery is actually the perfect size to conduct heat through the bottom of a uh, pop can. Uh, so <laughs> you can just you can just put it up in, and and it'll it'll like it, it connects right. It, it it'll oh. connect on both sides, and it'll heat the bottom of your coke can it's, really fast. It fucking excuse me, <laughs> yeah, what? It's really funny, really. I'm yeah. gonna try that later. Um, what? Okay, but why would you want hot soda? <laughs> I mean, you don't want. Can you hot like reverse it and make it cold? Yeah, can we like reverse polarity or some shit going on? No. Um, <laughs> it, it was just like a fun thing. Like I'd be like, I would be with my Fuck. friends and we'd be like fucking around. Science fair experiment. I'd have a battery and I would be like, ha, 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 and I'd put it in the bottom. I'd make the coke can like pretty hot and then I'd put it on like a friend's arm or something and they'd be like, ah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking dickhead. <laughs> We did that kind of shit to each other all the time. We were, we were a bunch of dickheads, but uh, we were a bunch of rascals. Us. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your other news, Snow? Yeah, yeah. So, um, March tenth, two thousand eleven. Um, there was an exploit to be had for Microsoft Xbox for Microsoft Xbox Live. Yes, um, I believe this was during the three hundred and sixty. Um, twenty eleven. Yeah. Where. Um, you would get like these. So basically the, there was like a bunch of hackers and they created like an algorithm that would like create valid Microsoft codes. And um, there were, there were a couple is, things that you could get out of it. Is this the, um the exploit that lets you uh, go into the store, like the, the developer store or whatever? No. Okay. No, you're right, you're just checking. You're generating like like codes like the sh- the stuff that you would get at the store and like scratch off and like put in to oh, get shit. like points and whatnot. So they you would basically be able to get um 
one of three things, either 160 points, uh, like Microsoft points, which was their like currency, right? Um, 48 hour Xbox live trial or, uh, the halo reach Banshee avatar prop. Those were the three things that, that were having codes generated for them. Hmm. Which and one should I take? So these people, like they got what they wanted out of it and they posted it on, um, a tech game forum or something like that. And they're like, Hey guys, this is how you do this. Go to this website put these like codes into the URL and you, you can have any of these things. Right. And so like <laughs> it was, it, it, they, they lost a lot of money from this, like a huge amount of money. This was what 2010 or 2011. Um, the media was saying that they lost about $1.2 million off of this. <gasps> what? But like a spokesperson from Microsoft spoke with IGN and was like that 1.2 million like ballpark that is nowhere near the amount we lost and this is in 2011 i wonder how many people just had like a million points just sitting on there so how much is 160 points what's the exchange rate between dollars I, and microsoft points cuz i know they were doing their stupid like it the, their weird like currency thing it's not stupid it's actually very smart as a business decision yeah it, you're right money. evil i meant to say evil <laughs> thank you um it's, it's I a, think it, it was like five bucks predatory oh sh- holy shit like, and rem- you can just I, keep doing this yeah and i, I remember i was like reading i was reading through this forum and there's like there's like guys that are posting on this forum that they posted the exploit on like from back in 2011 who were like, oh man, it sucks. They shut it down. I was only, only I was only able to get enough for 11 name changes. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's $110 by the way. What? Oh my God. Uh, name changes. 11 names. I remember oh. that specifically. Was it yeah. 160 or was it 1600 that they were no, getting? It, it was 160 Microsoft points. 160. You would okay. Cause you could only purchase them through the store in $5 increments and the cheapest was 400. Yeah, I mean, you know, this so, this oh. was like this was some like weird like algorithm that they created to like actually like generate this. But yeah, yeah. that's super funny. Uh once again Microsoft getting cucked. Uh, that is very actually, good. That is uh two dollars exactly because $2? Uh, a, a song $2? on a, a song on a Zune is seventy nine Microsoft points, which is about ninety nine cents. Okay. <laughs> so So yeah, like there were like they're, they're saying 1.2 million is like they lost way more money than that apparently so the scale of this is like insane if it's two dollars a pop that's that's hilarious yeah no it's so funny oh and so apparently when they switched over to using cash like sane people um existing microsoft points were converted into credit so if you just had those left over, that was literal free money on your Microsoft accounts. So they, they couldn't, like, trace down anyone who used this exploit and, like, ban them or something online? Maybe, but I feel like a lot of people... Like, I'm sure they were able to find the people who, like, heavily used it. But with something like that big, there's a lot of people who are just going to slip through the cracks in, like, small increments. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where you're going to lose a lot of money. This is insane. I never heard about this. Yes, yeah, or at yeah. least I don't remember it. 
Uh, what you got, do you, Tech? Do you, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. All right. So, David Jaffe. From friend, friend of the, of the show. show. Friend of the show, David Jaffe. Uh, it just so happened that, uh, so, so I had to do a little bit of sleuthing for this one and, and join some dots together. And, uh, I believe that the 2000, what? That sounds like journalism. Yeah. Yeah. I did a little bit of journalism here and, uh, and found out that in 2006, I believe, or 2005, maybe, uh, the dice awards occurred, uh, uh, just around last week. It doesn't tell you, they don't tell you the, um, the dates of past years. At least I couldn't find them on their website. But what I did find is an old IGN article, uh, with the headline, find out why David Jaffe is happy about God of War. So I was like, I gotta know why. (laughs) And I click it and they didn't have the, they didn't have the, the article, they didn't have the article archived. So I was like, ah, shit, what the fuck? But what I did find was an old IGN interview from Dice from the Dice Awards 2006. So I believe that's what they were talking about is that is David Jaffe's God of War because, you know, he was the director of God of War. It fucking sweeped the Dice Awards. It won a shit ton. And um, uh, David Jaffe was talking with... Uh, and he looks a lot younger here too, actually. It was really it was really weird to see him. It was 15 uh, years ago. The, yeah, it was. Uh, a, just a, a beard does a lot for a guy, I guess. But what, whatever. Anyway, uh, he, he's just talking to a interviewer from IGN, just kind of talking about what the like the state of the game, like uh, a year, year and a half ago, it was like really rough state. Uh, state of play. He, yeah, really rough state of play, you could say. Uh, I was surprised to know that God of War was in development for that long. I don't know like that much about God of War but uh I I figured that it was made in about a a year and a half but I guess obviously it it was more time in the oven it was nice to see obviously they turned it around because you know God of War was a big fucking deal game when it came out had titties in it yeah and that was pretty cool what that game had like interactive like sex cutscenes too huh I remember that scene showing up on X-Play press X to not come I believe was one of them (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but but anyway, he, he was talking God. about other stuff. Um, he was talking about uh, they they offhandedly mentioned something about Capcom about how they weren't at the the awards that year with Resident Evil Four. Um, so I so uh, I think Resident Evil Four came out in two thousand five, right? I think like, so. Probably like yeah. late two thousand five. So I guess I I guess obviously the I know the game got delayed, so I assume that they were probably talking about that how like. People originally expected Capcom to have RE4 ready for the Dice Awards at, Jan- at the January, very least. January 2005. All right, so it, it must have just come out then, because this was in February or March. Yeah. So I guess it didn't qualify for whatever reason, or they just didn't attend. I don't know. But um, uh, they were talking. She was. They they were talking about that that game a bit. Uh, David Jaffe seemed to be a fan. Uh, who can blame him? It's a great game. Uh. But the one the the re- the reason why I I really decided we need to talk about this is at the end of the interview I'm going to just I'm going to watch this again for for like a quick <laughs> second to make sure I'm getting this right. So he's talking to her, uh, and she first of all she's talking very loud, <laughs> and second off, they they talk about buying like shots. 
And, okay, David Jaffe says, like, she's like, I'm gonna buy you a shot in your honor, congratulations, and then he points to her, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm going to lick a PSP for you in your honor. What the fuck is he talking about? This must be some sort of in-joke. Tech. What? What was the height of the girl? Was she taller than him? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my okay. god, yeah. She was. I I Just need a little to, bit. Might be heels. Okay. If anyone's Still. like like a like a veteran like journalist or like was in the scene during this time, please like just like tell us like what what, what licking does this the PSP mean? mean? What is the euphemism that that licking the PSP means? Who's the who's the lady interviewing him? Can I don't know her find name. Find her link to him. All right. Oh. Uh, it it does. Yeah, it doesn't have her name. It just credits David Jeffy. It's uh one. It is hilarious that we're oh, it's two Jessica episodes. Chobit. Oh, okay. Wait, hang on. Maybe we can get something with this because I know that girl. I know her name. All right, Tabby, you tell your story while Tech does some sure. some digging. Um, oh my god. Is- oh. I I solved it. I solved it. Okay. Look at this journalism. Check out this easy ass journalism. She uh, just licked the PSP. That's that's what she did. She licked the PSP. Uh, wait, that's or a Vita. I guess this is a this is actually a Vita. Wait, are you telling me David Chaffee's a hack? Oh no 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 no. Okay, all right all right. I get it now. I get it now. She. All right all right. The all right. Here's what it is, everyone. He he did the he he said he he said he'd lick a PSP in her honor. All right, because she was on Attack of the Show in 2005, and she was able. All right, all right, get this. I I, I think I remember this. Um, she was blindfolded, and she was able to figure out that it was a PSP by licking it. That that is the <laughs> reference to why. To why he was going to lick a PSP in her honor. Oh my god. David Jaffe. Come on. That's the show. funny. I like that. David Jaffe, <laughs> Listen, come on the show for an episode. I'd love to talk. I to would him. I would love if David Jaffe came on the show. No, yes. Please, David Jaffe, come lick a PSP on our show. Uh one Just I, take out the battery first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely take out the battery. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad I I'm glad I'm glad we did this story. This is this is some cla- this is like some peak mid two thousands game culture shit i i think that i could tell almost any controller just by lick alone though yeah i mean she was she was licking it from like the top so she'd be able to tell the curve yeah the curve and like honestly like once you once you get your tongue like in in the buttons and shit like you kind of kind of know well, like a- this is this is a saturn 3d controller obviously no no see i just tried it with a nunchuck <laughs> i couldn't like a wee nunchuck i couldn't a wee nunchuck? I could definitely tell a wee nunchuck. It has like such a specific contour. No, I'm no, sorry like, I, I, did that. I, I tried like a, I tried like around the curve and like the buttons. Like, no okay, I just lingus, we're we're like but... recording in video so that we can see like facial cues and everything. And these guys are like literally licking controllers as we say this. Say Saturn control. <laughs> but anyway, there's a lot to lick on the Saturn three. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot to lick. There's a lot to um, love. No, this is hilarious. This is a great story. Uh, I think it's very funny that we are on the second episode of this show, and we have mentioned David Jaffe twice. <laughs> That's why I have, had we have, to do it. We've mentioned we David Jaffe on, on both episodes. We've mentioned 
indie indie game the movie game or whatever movie. i forgot <laughs> we mentioned times. it last week i forgot i did uh, that we've Fuck. mentioned we've mentioned uh using the walmart trick to get the ps5 what we're saying is we're fucking hacks <laughs> yes no True. we're, we're so basically tabby, geniuses tabby hack us away what do you got yeah finish well this, i'm gonna stick a fork in this hack on in uh to to an ign article from 2008 of uh of the last plasma TV manufacturer stopped production of plasma TV. This isn't fully gaming related, but it's it's tangential. Because I love screen fuck, burn. Because fuck plasma TV is literally the worst invention that's happened in the, in the TV space. Those are the TVs that are like projected, right? No, that's DLP. No, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I had a pla- I think we had a plasma screen TV way 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 back in the day. I think we got it from like Costco. Plasma screens were the All right, all right. So tell me tell me if I'm getting this right. Um cuz I'm cuz back in the like back in the day we we got this like really nice ass TV. At least for the time, back in like 2005 or whatever. It was nice. Uh you could go to like the side or the back of the TV and you could see this like almost like like you know you know those uh you know those like electricity balls where if, like you touch a point yeah. and like kind of focuses to that. It kind of looked like that in the back of the screen. Is that was that a plasma screen? That would have been that would have been. I think it's plasma. Was was the TV thick and heavy as fuck? Yeah, it was thick. It was big. Did it, it was did big it have TV. like a did it have like a giant base? Like I think so. This is those, this was those a long DL- time ago. Yeah, that's yeah. DLP. It's a projection TV. Oh, okay. Which um, are like the most HD, not HD, HD TVs. Yeah, but they're heavy. They were like heavy ass. Yeah, they they were huge. See, but at least at least DLPs had a reason to exist. Plasma, I feel like, doesn't have a reason to exist because with like around the same time Plasma came out, um, LED not not LED LCD. Um, thank you, LCD displays. Liquid crystal display. Bro, uh, sorry, I got a weird Windows update. Um, that just popped up. Um, were available for a roughly the same price. Plasma was just cheaper to produce, and I understand why they produced it. However, just technologically, this. So worthless. I have a plasma yeah. TV on top of a um, an old computer from one of my old jobs that's been disassembled. Don't ask. Um, Apparently, they were the first large flat screen panel displays to be released to the public. What plasma? So I guess yeah. In that case, and that it depends and like, on your very definition early of flat on, screen. Yeah, it's it's not like okay. Uh, no, I think we did have a I, we did have a plasma TV. Yeah? I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, like like plasma TVs are are thick. They're not as thick as like CRTs or or um uh, DLPs, but it's it's like it's like six inches in thickness comparatively to like a, a standard uh, LCD uh, LED display monitor stuff like that, which are you know DLP thin. TVs were like half the thickness of a CRT, like in in like yeah. depth. Um. Yeah, I don't like screen burn on plasmas is like terrible. They're they didn't have like a lot of longevity. LCDs are just better. Also, mm. Mr. Smartman Tectonic. You know what LCD stands for? What does LED stand for? Uh, l- light emitting diode. There it is. Yeah. All right. Now, what does plasma stand for? 
Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it's the uh, it's the beam in Super Metroid. It pierces enemies. That's why plasma TVs were cool to me. So it's like plasma beam. Oh my god! In with the power of my television, it's real. But uh, yeah, uh, that's really cool. Wait, no, it's not. Plasma screens. I really like. I have some bad no, memories with plasma screens just shitting out on me when I needed them the it's, most. It's cool because plasma screens are dead, so we never have to interact with them ever again. It's true. Yeah, there's really no need for them anymore because uh, LCDs are so. And so what cheap. sucks? And, and then you, ca- you we got can't the even like you can't even smash them like you can like a CRT. You actually like have to properly dispose of them. I mean, you, you probably shouldn't, shouldn't be doing smash that CRTs either. CRTs. No, but it's it's like aesthetic, you know. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I've do seen Firewalk with me. Do crime. <laughs> yeah, I think that's throw your batteries got. away without discharging them. Do crime. <laughs> I know people who did that and they set their garbage cans on fire why we don't use garbage cans in my household i'm gonna ignore that does anybody else have any news from the past (laughs) no i think i think that's it that's it that's what we got take us away scotty so thank you all for listening to journalism not guaranteed tune in next week where we talk about more news from the past if i recall correctly Alright, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I believe next week it'll be a very nice, it'll be a very fun week, uh, but stay tuned until then, uh, you, you two have anything to plug? Stay tuned for all news past and future, but not current, but not future. <laughs> future, past, present, but not future. We still we have- need to come up with a better slogan. I like that one, actually. I don't mind it. <laughs> but, it's uh, cool. We'll workshop we'll, it off recording. Here's what we actually need. We, 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 need like, we need like a cool video game song to associate with our podcast, and I don't know what you know. One. You know, I actually have like Time Splitters music playing as the outro happens, like actually like right now as we speak. Oh, like right now? Yeah, yeah right I now. saw, I, I remember that from last, from last time. I want to get another song to like play while we're doing the intro also like th- i i'm happy that we're recording this because i'm i like having like a fade out where we're just having some random conversation <laughs> yeah 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 it's always really good we can do um, like is there like is there like